You already know what it is. We got Aaron Singerman and PJ Braun holding it down for you and yours. The best in bodybuilding. Iron Empire Radio. Check it. You fucking with an Iron Empire. Harder than shells from a piece when I fire. Harder than hell. PJ Braun, it is showtime once again here at Iron Empire Radio Studios uh, in California and the Boca Raton. So, uh, PJ, I guess we are uh, doing a little celebrating tonight. We are, we are. And uh, we're having some tasty beverages. I'm having my my grape drink. That's the grape vodka there. And you're having... My favorite little menage a trois red wine. Why does it not surprise me that menage a trois is your favorite wine? It's coincidence. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what are we celebrating? Well, um, what I didn't uh, talk about yet because it happened on Friday on the last episode was that I went for my follow up of um, uh, my my liver cat scan. I got the second cat scan and. Um, it was at 3.30 in the afternoon. The doctor's office closed at 5. And um, I actually didn't even get the results till just before 5. Thought they were going to tell me, all right, buddy, you're good to go. Get on, your, get, on, get on the road there. Have a nice life. And the guy told me that it appeared there was a tennis ball-sized mass in my liver that um, he showed me a picture of, looked pretty crazy, um, and that it could have been a... Um, benign tumor, not a uh, malignant tumor because nothing was uh, actually glowing from the contrast. That's why they give you the contrast to look for stuff like that. Um, but it also could have been a cyst. Regardless, they wanted to do a biopsy, get it out right away. All this stuff, I was shocked. So um, you, you decided that you opted not to talk about this on the last show. We decided that it was best to wait off, hold off, basically. Yeah, yeah, because we didn't really know what was going to go on. So I, was, I, uh, I didn't want to tell my mom because I knew the shoot freak. I told my stepdad, a couple of my friends, um, and my sister uh, got engaged. Oh, wow. Uh, I didn't know that. Over the weekend, Barbara. And uh, when I was talking to her the, about it... Barbara's asking, the, the older one, the lawyer. Yes, yes. She was asking me how I was doing when I told her. She went and told my mom, and I don't know how she told my mom, like what way she told. Like the Italians, they're just really overly dramatic. And my mom, I knew that I knew she knew because my phone. It was I saw like mom's house, and it was just I wasn't answering it. I was hitting ignore, and it was just repeat calls over and over and messages every time. Uh-huh. The first couple messages, I could see how distraught she was. I was like, ah. Oh. So I called her, and she was like hysterically crying, and she's like, "You need to take this, get this taken care of right away." And I'm like, "I gotta wait until the rest of the results come back." Still, you know, this is doctor is a doctor of internal medicine. He's just telling me what he thinks, but the radiologist is going to actually look at my original CAT scan. With the new one, compare them, break them down, and he's the expert that does this for a living. So we really don't, aren't going to do anything until Tuesday or so when he actually gets those results. So Tuesday came around yesterday, and I got uh, an email from the doctor saying that um, the radiologist went over everything, called up the doctor, and told him that, that what he saw was a hematoma, which is basically just blood, um, and that it looks like it is actually smaller than the original one. And so, so we, we should say that's very significant because if it was growing, that is really bad. So if it's yes. shrinking, that means that, something, that, that it was something that's not permanent because something that was permanent would not, would not just shrink like this, even by a few centimeters. It would yeah, be see, originally he was like, it could be a cyst that you've had your whole life, 
but because of the size of it, it could be growing. And if it's growing, then it has to come out. The whole thing has to come out because it will obstruct things inside there and lead to other, other problems. Um, so that was kind of scary to know, like, oh, man, I might have to have surgery on my liver. Um, but actually, it wound up being probably the best-case scenario of all things. So all the douchebag haters on uh, GetBig.com that have started threads about me um, being like a juice head that's killing myself or bodybuilding, it actually was nothing to do with that at all. Um, and he said that he recommends I go back for an ultrasound in a month, uh, which is actually a lot less expensive than a CAT scan, also less radiation, um, so it's uh, better for you, and um, they'll be able to see if it's actually uh, still getting smaller. The blood should be reabsorbing into itself. And he said maybe one more month after that, do one more, and I'll probably be totally good after that. And that's it. Wow. wow. Go about my life as I always did, he said. Good. I, I knew it wasn't going to be anything big. We both had a good feeling yeah, that it wouldn't. Very, very positive the whole time. You know, like my mom, moms are just moms, you know, but she's like, my mom can be a little dramatic. That's why she was pissed because my dad didn't tell her. She's like, why the fuck didn't dad tell me? I was like, please stop crying. <laughs> I, this is why nobody told you. you I, I could see when you when you told me her first reactions, like, oh, I've lost so many people to cancer. Mm. That, 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 I would not want to hear that. I would not she want has, her to start. She has, too. And I was like, mom, I'm going to be fine, you know. So, I mean, she was really, like, against me doing USAs. Like, she was thinking of every bad thing that could have happened. And she was like, I can't even sleep as it is because of this. The number one thing on my mind in my life right now is what's going on inside your liver. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Um, I am uh, also happy to hear that, yes. You don't have anything to do a shot of? I feel like it's not fair. I'm doing these shots of vodka. You got nothing but a, a wine glass. Here's the thing. I actually got the news last night. And I did a lot of shots of rumplements, celebrate, celebrating. And I don't know the rumplements. I love it. I had I had some weird poops today. I'm not gonna lie. The, the rumplements will do that to you. Rumplements will do the weird, make you have weird poops. That's a strange thing. Mm-hmm. It'll make them kind of like um. It's kind of like uh. It'll it'll basically it burns when it goes down and it burns when it comes out. Oh, <laughs> rumplements. It's a. <laughs> That's some nasty shit you like there. I like the Rumble Mints. I know, uh, I love the Rumble Mints. You know who likes the Rumble Mints a lot? My, uh, my client and friend, uh, Florida Kine. Yeah. It's a big fan of the Rumble Mints. Yeah. Uh, she also likes Knob Creek, which is disgusting. Um, I think that's really weird. I don't, I don't understand that. You don't, so you don't, where's your, uh, you, oh, you got some Kahlua. What about the new fancy Kahlua? Oh, I actually was just going to buy some wine. And I saw this like little display. They have 70 proof Kahlua now. Pretty good. I never saw that. And I was like, huh, I like regular Kahlua. Maybe I should get some of this 70 proof and throw a little of it into my coffee. Yeah. Not bad. Tastes just like regular Kahlua. Why don't you do a shot of Kahlua then? You don't do shots of Kahlua. If you want me to do a shot of vodka, I will. Let's do it. Let's do it. I gotta run over and get it. Hold on a minute. Go on. I just have a vodka. The bodybuilder house has been dieting for months. You can tell I just got off my diet. I got a carrot cake in the fridge and all kinds of alcohol in the house now. People are going to see this and they're going to be like, we're going to get something from Nathan Steiger saying that we're bad influences and bad on bodybuilding. Fuck Steiger. Fuck Steiger. I heard he beats his girlfriends. Really? That's, yeah. hor- that's horrible, PJ. You're going you're gonna to be uh, pretty surprised by what I bust out here. Uh-oh. Good I think it's going to actually put a smile on your face. I'll wait for it. Can you hear me? I'm, I can hear you. I actually, uh, I think this is actually pretty funny. I want you to see this. 
See, what I would normally do, you, you know, as hanging out with me for a while, pretty much, you know, pretty standard kettle, kettle, water. kettle water. But because we're getting fancy, you're, you're obviously a lot more fancy than I am. So I have to kind of get up on your level of fanciness. I have Ooh, cherry. cherry action. Ah. Can't take credit for it. Uh, Amber Day likes the cherry three olives. It's very tasty, I gotta say. For people out there who want a vodka recommendation, because I think of myself something of a vodka connoisseur, um, you would think that the three olives are like shitty vodka because they're not that expensive, but believe it or not, you get a, a, one of these flavors and they're very smooth. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I really do like them. Like uh, Grey Goose is good, you know, Kettle One is good, but uh, I would actually prefer the three olives uh, grape over, over all of them. Have you had the cherry? No, I have not had the cherry. I, I, this will be a first time for me, so I'll let you know what I think of it. Right. I'll tell you, if we keep drinking like this for the whole show, I'm going to have an amazing masturbation session tonight afterwards. <laughs> Thank God for you telling me that. I'm glad you're <laughs> Between the, the, be your face and all this alcohol for two hours, oh, I mean, I don't know how I can, huh? You're going to have a lot of material by the end of this thing. I am, I am. Speaking of masturbation, um, my all-time favorite porn star, we actually talked about this yeah. on one of the radio shows, uh, responded to one of my tweets on Twitter. Huge big deal. Humongous big deal. We tried to enlist her in more conversation. I went out. Yeah, she wasn't having it. No, wasn't. I was like, you should come on our radio show. I was like, this is the girl that PJ talked about on the radio. I was like, PJ, is this the girl that you talked about on, your, on the radio show? Yeah. And uh, trying to get her to be like, ooh, you talked about me on the radio show? Yeah, she wasn't She wasn't biting whatsoever. So uh, we never heard back from her. But uh, you were very thrilled. What's her name? Give us some information. Lisa Ann. Been around for a while. I'm sure many of our listeners know about her. She's my all-time favorite. What makes her your favorite? Uh, well, for starters, she's really awesome at having sex. Um, it's, I love her look, uh, her body type. She's older. She's, uh, she does a lot of the MILF stuff now. Um, I'm looking her up. Very big, fake boobs, very big butt. Um, she's sticking all the right spots. She's, just, she's got a really sexy like MILF look. Um, she plays like, uh, there's like a little series they're doing with, uh, she's supposed to be Sarah Palin. And she does, like, the glasses and dresses up. So, like, she actually looks like her. It's kind of funny. And she does, like, the naughty Sarah Palin shit and stuff. It's, it's really good. She does a lot of MILF stuff. I, I'm looking at her now, PJ, and I cannot believe this is your favorite. We All definitely time. We have such different tastes than women. It's unbelievable. I, I'll tell you right now, she's extremely, extremely popular in the industry. Like, let, me, let me give you a, a list of some humongous, of her. a humongous fan base. Let me give you some of the list of some of her awards. In 2009, she won the MILF Cougar Performer of the Year Award. I told you, dude, she's a cougar. She's she a was a uh, Hall of Fame inductee. In 2010, she won all kinds of shit. Uh, at the AVN Awards, 2010 Best Actress, 2011 Best Porn Star Website, Best Cougar Performer of the Year, Best All-Girl Group Sex Scene, Best Oral Sex Scene, Best Crossover Star of the Year, and Best Porn Star Website again in 2012. Uh, she's good. She's a star. BJ, she's a she's, star. Yeah, well, she's a very big star. She's been around for a very long time. I mean, you can go back into look like into the '90s shit and see her old shit uh, when she was younger. Um, she's been she's been going strong for a long time. Well, it says here in 2006 she won Best Comeback of the Year. So that yeah, was she disappeared while. for a while. Yeah, yeah. What did, what was she doing on those off years, PJ? Uh, I think that she was uh, actually on a retreat in Somalia, uh, <laughs> helping a lot of the uh, uh, you know like famished. Um, underprivileged people out there. You know, it's funny. I didn't know that, but I would just guess that from looking at her. That's what I would guess. Like, you know, like those missions. The Peace Corps, yeah. She looks like a Peace Corps kind of girl. She was servicing yeah. all the poor orphans in Africa. She was blowing and all After a while, she was like, man, I've been around all these, like, Africans in, in Somalia for a long time. I feel like maybe it's time to do, like, a, 
a black black gangbang scene or something, you know, and just just sparked a light bulb. And a bukkake, a big bukkake scene with all African orphans. Yeah, she's awesome. She's awesome. Yeah. All right, let's do our vodka shot. I do. I don't know if they can see the size of my vodka shots. They're really yeah, your so, your so, shots are kind of like double to triple size regular shots. Yeah. I'm doing. This is a little bit bigger than a regular size shot, but if you were here, it'd probably be half of the cup. So we've uh, in uh, at some of the shows before while we were still single, we would finish a uh, a 750 milliliter bottle before uh, pretty quickly the two of us. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, cheers. Yeah, back when we were single. Yeah. Uh, we didn't do it. Uh, I didn't get to cheers. <laughs> I do like that. I wanted to do like a little toast, like a uh, mazel tov. Oh, I'll do another one then. I'll, I'll refill. Or chindan, as the Italians say. What else do the Jews say besides mazel tov? Before they do a shot, uh. <laughs> um. I wanted to say good yuntif, but that means happy holidays. That's definitely not it. Um, okay, let's look it up. Let's look it up, PJ. That's the good thing about being on Skype here. I can actually, as you were seeing me and they're seeing me, I could be looking something up. So let's see. Yiddish. Yiddish for cheers. Um, <laughs> that is definitely not it. Uh, you know who wants to come on our show? Who? Lahayam. Lahayam. Uh, Joe Donnelly. Fitness celebrity Joe Donnelly. What's he going to talk about? What can we get him to say? I don't know, but if he wants to come on, he's definitely getting in on the fucking Q&As with us. Sorry, Isaac. You, does he want to come tonight? I don't think he wants to come on tonight. He texted me yesterday saying, I want to come on your show and, and run my mouth about all these people that complain about... Their diets and shit on Facebook and how pathetic they are, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I'll bring you on the show. Why don't, we have, why don't we have him on tonight for the question and answer? I saw him on Twitter. He just got on there. Yeah, he just texted me asking me something. Um, I bet I know what he asked you. Yeah. Come on. No, you can't do the uh, conversation right now, PJ. No, I'm telling him I can't talk him on the radio. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah. Um, we got a lot of questions. Did you take a look at the qu- amount of questions we have? I actually did not. I like it to be a surprise. It's going to be a surprise. You're going to be really surprised. This is definitely. I saw there's like time. 70 fucking sorry Isaac comments on there. Yeah, yeah, pretty crazy, right? I have to shorten this uh, beginning little banter and um, put more focus into the questions at the end. We may have to. We may have to. We don't have a whole lot of stories to talk about in the beginning of the show uh, anyway. So um, the shoutouts are going to have to have their own segment by the uh, in a year or two. That's good. It was brought to my attention that we missed a couple of, I'm sorry, Isaacs on the last I know, episode. I know. People were disappointed. Yeah, you know, old Isaac Hines is actually in uh, London at the Olympics. I told him I told him he should stay there. Um, he should stay there. <laughs> it took you a long time to, for that to register to you. You're like, yeah, yeah. That's right. He is at the Olympics, lucky bastard. Yeah. There's is. some really interesting uh, Olympic sports. There are. Uh, like uh, stuff that I didn't know about. Like, did you know that field hockey is an Olympic sport? There's a lot of fucking Olympic sports that you've never. There's even heard also of. one that you bounce on a trampoline and do like flips and stuff on it, but it's all on a little trampoline. And that's an Olympic sport. Yep. Bye. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. You it's just crazy. bounce, do some flips, bounce up again, and it's actually an Olympic sport. How about the, the one I think is always the most amazing is curling. You know what curling is? Yes. 
that's when they, <laughs> they slide the stone and the little guy comes with the broom yeah. in front of it. Yeah. Or the girl. They have the girls. Yeah, I said girls who they slide it like this. It's like the slowest. The guys come to broom. It's like broom real fast. They try to get in the circle. Yeah, that's a funny one. It's the slowest. It's the slowest sport also because the thing's moving like this fast. <laughs> it's interesting because it actually takes no uh, physical no, no. fitness at all no. to do it. No. You could be uh, a, that would be funny if like the best one was like four hundred pound that fat man, a fat slob, yeah, like just unkempt, long hair, like a homeless person. But he's an amazing <laughs> curler. He's like a brushed ice, like nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> I could that would be that would be interesting. That would be interesting. I mean, what would hold him back? You know, I, I guess if you got like a really good curling coach to just just mentor him and just you know take him under his wing. I wonder if they're like if there's a curling coaches if you could go out there. Like PJ Braun goes out there on the ice and he's like, oh, you just don't have what, what it takes to, to brush the ice the right way. PJ, you got to stop with the phone. Come on, you're ridiculous. No. I'm, I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best. Just tell him you got to go. It's not him that's texting me. No. Well, then put the phone down. No more texting. Um, no, it was Amber. Um, I forgot what I was going to say now. Oh, I should just do this shot. We're, killing, we're wasting a lot of time here. I know. You're right. Let's go. Chindan. Uh, what did I say it was? Lahaim. Lahaim. Uh, actually, that was pretty good. Not bad, right? Cherry. Very, very potent cherry uh, hits you. So I noticed the lights are off in there. Um, uh, you uh, seem to have a, a nice sheen to your face. Like you've been uh, you've sweating a little bit. What's going uh, on in California? I'm clean. I showered. But... Um, What's, what happened out here, it's very common, actually. So fucking stupid out here. Sorry, Isaac. Is that these houses don't have air conditioning at all. Because they th- they actually say you don't need air conditioning out here. Because it never gets over, like, 70. And you have, like, the breeze. And it's not really humid ever. And, you know, all the guys are really, really skinny. So they don't get that warm. <laughs> um, and um, they have just, like, ceiling fans, which is not acceptable. I had to uh, buy a couple fans. I have a, a big one that's actually... Uh, Right here. Well, there you go. You see it right there? Yep. Blowing on me because it's so damn hot in here. Um, I have no air conditioning in here. And we are in, for, for San Clemente or Southern California, uh, a hot spell right now. So it's been like mid to high 80s, which is actually for here really hot. Um, and the inside of the house is like sweltering. It actually gets pretty hot in here even when it's in the 70s. So wait, are you telling me that right now inside your house is in the 80, it's like 80 degrees? Yeah. Oh, no, no. I couldn't handle that. Awful. I am taking cold showers. I've been leaving all the doors open and stuff. I got to have fans. I'm sleeping naked with no sheets or nothing. Like, you know, you want to get comfy and get a little blanket on you. Can't do it. Got to be, got to have nothing on me. It's funny because uh, when I was there, it was, it was, you. the temperature was, you know, I guess much better than it is now when I visited you um, before I went, where did I was? I went to Australia. I, yeah. I visited yes, you. Yes. That was March. And, yep. um. I stayed in your guest room, which I guess now is Anjole's room. And um, so I was in there, and uh, I, I I came out, and I was like, where's the fucking air conditioning? It's too hot in here. And uh, you t- informed me, because at that point, until I went to bed, I didn't realize how hot it was. Like, There's no air conditioning here. And I got to tell you, that that totally fucking, sorry, Isaac, blew me away. I was like, I was, I was blown away that there was no air conditioning, because I've never lived any place other than when I was, when I was um, a kid... I went scuba diving in the British Virgin Islands in our the boat we stayed on a catamaran had no air condition and uh, that was the only part of that trip that I hated because I, when I go to sleep I, I get hot when I sleep 
So I, I get like, very hot when I sleep. Yeah. Yeah, so it made me very uncomfortable. So even being in your house and like good temperature, that was when it was like 70 degrees outside. I was really uncomfortable. Yeah, it sucks, dude. Everybody out here is like, oh, the weather's so good. You don't need air conditioning. I'm like, dude, I used to use the air conditioner in my house in Connecticut until like November. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, so, um, well, you're not, not long for uh, California. You're about yep, to, the complaining. Yeah, the complaining about California is almost at an end. So we should get in some of it, you know, before you go. You know what I mean? That was funny as I was in World's Gym the other day. Home of the 619, fucking 619, man, a.k.a. total loser faggot crew. Um, <laughs> well, tell us how you really uh, feel, PJ. It's kind of funny. I like the powerlifters. I've discussed that before, that there's some cool powerlifters there. And they're by far the coolest guys in the gym. And I saw one of the dudes, kind of like the leader of the group. He's like a big, big, strong-ass guy. And he's like, what's up, man? And I'm like, nothing, you know, blah, blah. I'm like, getting out of here soon. And he was like, yeah, where are you going? I'm like, Florida. And he's like, Florida's nice. And uh, I was like, to be honest with you, man, I can't wait to get out of here. I was like, you guys are really cool. I'm like, you guys are the coolest guys in here. But there's a lot of fucking punks in here. Sorry, Isaac. And he was like, we all say you're the best bodybuilder in here. And you're the best guy in here. All these other fucking guys, these bodybuilders, they think they're big shot. They think they're big deal. They, they have attitudes. They have chips on their shoulders. He's like, you're good. You treat everybody the same. You're going to go far with that attitude. He goes, I'm stronger than any of these fucking guys in this whole entire gym. He's like, I just come in here and work out. I don't boast. I don't act tough. I don't act like I'm better than anybody. He's like, all these guys are superstars. It's, it's, it's hilarious. What is we he, think is it's, he like a Mexican or something? He's got a little yeah. accent, huh? He's, uh, he's, I, I don't want to say he's Mexican. Like, If you looked at him, you'd be like, that's a really big Mexican guy. He's definitely Latin. Yeah, okay. Because I was noticing a little bit of Latin twinge in your uh, yeah. intonations uh, there. I don't want to say, like, oh, he's Mexican. He's definitely some kind of Latin. He's that strong? He's the strongest guy in the gym, period? Uh, there's another guy that's a strong man, I think is a pro strong man, that's really, really, really freaking strong, too. Um, but, I mean, I've seen this guy uh, deadlifting with, like, seven plates, and, like, he's strong. You know what I mean? Like, doing good mornings with, like, five plates. He's a strong dude. That's just, you know... Um... I think that a lot of that is a genetic component, don't you think? You're just built strong like that. Yeah, because he doesn't look like that. He's thick, yeah. but he's just really, really strong. You know what I mean? Like, um, uh, I'm trying to think of a bodybuilder who's, you know, I guess the strongest bodybuilder out there right now is probably, honestly, is probably Ben Bukowski. Um, I'm not. I know it's not, he's not your favorite or anything like that, but um, if you witness him training, I've seen him do some pretty crazy things. Like, uh, not like not Ronnie Coleman things, but. For a bodybuilder who's in, in good shape, I don't think I've ever seen anybody up close squatting seven or eight plates. Well, his legs are really strong. His chest wasn't that strong when I was out there. No, no. he was. His back like, wasn't really all that strong either when I was out there. No, well, he, his deadlifts are pretty crazy. I mean, he's deadlifting 800 he's pounds. He's a strong, like, with power moves. But, I mean, like, um, I don't know. Uh, he, did, he, what, did, he did four plates in a 25. Zach pretty damn strong with presses. Who did? Zach Khan is pretty damn strong. With I don't presses. think he's going to keep up with him on presses, but he did when we worked out. He did four plates in a twenty-five on incline for like four or five. I, and Kai Green is really, really strong in his presses, presses too. Yeah, yeah. No, he's not the strongest on presses. Um, deadlifts and squats. Deadlifts and squats. Um, pressing Kai Green is surprisingly strong. Kai Green, I've seen uh, do six plates um, on flat bench, and I've seen Zach Khan do six plates for reps for a few reps. Um, yeah, he, Zach's a freak. Yeah, Zach is a freak. 
Um, Zach might have been might have been up there with uh, Ben on squats and deadlifts before the injury. I don't know. Hold on a minute. <laughs> it's not what we're doing. It's not important or anything. We'll just wait on PJ to text. You know, because we we could do this at the commercial break if you wanted to. You could text then. Um, I'm going through a lot of stuff in my personal life right now that maybe we'll talk about in the next episode. It's the only reason why I'm texting. Um, I don't want to uh, ignore these texts and be be rude. Um, I will do the radio show while I, I do a little bit of texting. I'll try to keep it as uh, minimal as possible. I bet that she would understand if you just tell her that you're doing the radio show. I already did tell her that I'm on the, did the radio show, but if you don't, I'm not going to talk about what's going on right now. So, all right, um, she's a bit of a misfortune on her journey. So, oh really? Oh, that's not good. Um, let's talk about uh, Boca Raton. Let's talk about coming here, leaving the sad California to enter very happy Boca Raton. I'm very excited to go to Boca Raton. I'm going to be there very soon. Very uh, soon. Surprisingly soon. Yeah. Surprise me. I'm not ready for it. Um, you know, I told you we're waiting on my dad because he's got a moving company and he called me on Monday and uh, um, he was like, how fast do you want to move? I was like, as soon as possible. And uh, he's like, I can do it on Wednesday. I was like, Wednesday, like in two days. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, man, I'm I'm not even, I'm not <laughs> like even close to started packing yet. Uh, uh, and um, he was like, well, it's the busy time of the season. You're going to want to take advantage of this now because when it slows down, it's not going to be as economical for me. And blah, 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 blah. And I was like, all right, well, what's my next option? He's like, I'm going to have a truck out there next week, early of the week. And I was like, all right, well, let's do it. So um, I talked to him today. And he's like, I can't give you an exact date yet because of the trucks going across the country. He's going to make stops, whatever. He's like, tomorrow, I'll look at the schedule and I'll give you an estimate of, you know, the earliest this day, the latest this day. Because, you know, I'm going to book my flight and everything after that. But um, yeah, I'll probably be in Florida the end of next week. Wow. And, um, You'll be staying here, actually, which is interesting. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you went and got me a uh, air mattress, correct? Yes. Um, let's see. Uh, we got a Serta. I went to look. Let's be honest. If we don't have another, we're not going to get an, a um, an extra bed here. There's just not enough room because we need a whole baby's room. Obviously, you've seen my man desk and my man office. There's no room for any beds in here. Um, so. The main, I guess, the only real option would be to get a really nice blow-up mattress. And um, when you look, when you shop for blow-up mattresses, apparently there is a wide variety. I've looked now of what is uh, what's available. You know, there's the level that's shit basically for like forty bucks. Mm-hmm. There's the acceptable level, which you've seen before, which yep. is the blow-up mm-hmm. one with it comes with a motor and you blow it up and it's pretty decent. Um, imagine like a really high-quality raft for a pool. Um, then there's the level up, which is good, which is very good, which is like um, 20 inches deep. And it's like, it's not even, nobody would look at it and think it's a raft for a pool because it's like to the ground 20 inches, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It would be an enormous raft. And then there's what I got, which is the top of the line. It's like the uh, top shelf of uh, blow-up mattresses. Did you did you lay on it and like snuggle around on it and stuff? I couldn't and test it? it out, but I did read all the reviews. <laughs> um, uh, Darielle wanted me to get the, the third level, which is the very good. Which runs about 120 to 130 bucks for a blow-up mattress. That's pretty decent money for a blow-up mattress. Yeah, and uh, I read uh, the reviews are four stars, 
500 reviews, five stars per is perfect. And um, I read through them, and she's like, this looks great. And I was like, but there's still 32 people that gave it one star. So that means out of these 500 whatever people, there's, you know, a percentage, a pretty significant percentage that hated it. So I was like, I can't get this one. Not if PJ's going to be here uh, for a week or more, you know? And are, you gonna charge, are you going to charge me rent while I'm there? Yeah, of course. you got to pay for the mattress, right? Yeah. Um, I'm telling you how expensive this is. I should do the PJ Braun guilt trip and be like, this was a really expensive mattress, PJ. You should do this that. Is, this is really, really expensive. And, you know, I'm doing a lot for you to stay at my house. You know what I mean? So, I mean, this is a big deal. A lot of a lot went into this. So, um, anyway, uh, I got the uh, the pillow top, Serta, no deflate. It's, like, impossible to... It won't leak, in other words. Like, it's, I don't remember the exact words, but it has a pillow top. It actually looks very nice, and it's got, like, a foam memory pillow top. And it's about, uh, what was it, $208, PJ, just for you. So when you get here, you'll reimburse me for that immediately before I end I have, I have uh, your this month's uh, Orbit Nutrition money for you, even. Ooh. You have to talk about that. You forgot about that. Ooh. Big money. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pay with the little baby's uh, little Asher's uh, college fund with that money. <laughs> um, you uh, you what was I gonna tell you? Oh, um, shit! Now I lost my train. Of, you know, I'm watching you text and it's distracting me. I got to be honest with you. It's rough. It's rough. It's, rough. it's this why is, we like to do just the radio, and not the video. Yeah, yeah, because then we can't see it. Um, I don't remember what I was gonna tell you. I was saying about the uh. The Orbit Money. Oh, T-shirts. Jerry Beck is almost done with our design. Did you see the new design? Yes, I did. I'm, I want my design, my Braun Fitness design. I asked them for a long time. <laughs> yeah, well, you can, buddy, that's going to be a, if we're going if we're looking at this as like the the potential length of time for the Braun Fitness one after this one is done, you'll see that by January. Or I so mean, or I feel like the Braun Fitness design is a lot more simple than the, the, the crazy thing he's doing for Iron Empire Radio. You know, I think that is um, Jerry Beck is is an artist, an artiste. And as an artist, he runs on his own clock. You know, he has to be inspired. Yeah. And I told him, I said, Jerry, I want to give you this fucking money, man. Give me that thing so I can give you this I know, money. But I want to give you some money. <laughs> Jerry, just fucking pump this shit out, man. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> I've, been, I've been harassing him. If I could show you the text messages, every day I go, update. I'll text him just the word, update, 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 <laughs> every day. Uh, he probably uh, wants to smash his phone when he sees that. Probably. Oh, I, 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 well, look, I told him, I said, you know. Because when it was for Iron Mac Labs, or uh, <coughs> I've done, I've given him a bunch of jobs. You know, I kind of once a week I'll ask him for an update. But when it's our own money, now it starts. I'm going to ask him as much as you know. Now once yeah. a day, twice a day, he's going to. Oh it. no! I mean, I wanted it, wanted my my logo for Braun Fitness. I wanted to have it for the for the national level shows this year. I mean, I'm not going to have it for North Americans, obviously. You maybe have it for the that. national level shows next year should be your goal. Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's talk about Boca for a minute. So this uh, today I went with uh, Mike Popkin. Uh, we call him Pop Tart. That's Dave's, Pop -Tart. Yeah, Dave's uh, best childhood friend, his mm -hmm. oldest friend. He lives here in Boca. He actually attended uh, my wedding and he came to the bachelor party. Uh, very cool guy. Him and I went and worked out at Busybody, which um, people usually know is the gym that Darren Charles trains out of, along with uh, Karina Nascimento, a whole bunch of other pros and competitors. It happens. It happens to be literally. Um, within walking distance of your uh, townhouse, which also incidentally is a very very nice place, and uh, me and Darielle are uh, will probably end up being jealous of your uh, of your townhouse. It's really that nice. You're gonna I mean, get pictures. It looks good. 
You're going to be impressed. Yeah, you're going to be impressed. You're going to be but very Oh. <laughs> what, what were you going to say? Nah, nah, I cut myself off. I was going to say I have, I'm going to have all the space. <laughs> yeah, you're going you're gonna to have a lot of space to uh, to luxuriate, and you're going to be you're going to be very impressed with it. One of the things that I like the best is that it has a very cool like outdoor um, patio area, private patio area, where you can have a nice like a real like substantial grill. Uh-huh. And um, like you can. That's do what it. I'm going to have to do when I get down there. We're going to go buy a new big uh, grill together. Well, I was thinking about like that. I would. Um, that we should potentially get a like a I mean it's really your place so I mean I, I don't know how often I'm gonna be there to use the hot tub but there's like a perfect area where somebody had a hot tub out there and I could see that I could see you you're like a hot tub lover so I know you love to pour your salt and shit and all the chemicals you like in your hot tub and and baste yourself like a chicken in there or whatever a turkey <laughs> so I mean I could they have a spot that was literally like it's like a square that obviously that's where he used to have his hot tub. Um, so I, I would imagine it wouldn't be that hard to install another one. What does a hot tub cost? Any idea? A lot, a few thousand. Oh, really? Well, maybe it's not in your, not in the budget. For a really good one. Yeah, a few thousand. Huh? I bet you on Craigslist you can get a used hot tub for like nothing. You know, speaking of that, did I talk about how I got yelled at by the maintenance man here? Ah, I'm I can't believe it took that long. What um, well, first of I'm, all, before you tell about that, what do you do before you get into the hot tub? And this is a community hot tub of like hundreds of uh, apartments. What do you do? I take a, I buy five pound bags of Epsom salt, and I make sure that there's no one really around. Uh, sometimes there are people there. I'm like, look, this is really good for you. I'm going to pour this in here, okay? And they're just like, okay. Um, and I pour the whole bag right in there and uh, get in. I do my Epsom salt baths. Uh, when, I, when I first saw you do that, I was, I was like, dude, you realize you're like totally fucking this thing up, right? You're not supposed to pour all that shit. Like, because there's like a pH level that needs to be maintained. And there's like, you know, there's, it's, it's, I knew that from having a pool myself at the old house, that it's very delicate. Like, you know, you can't just pour salt into the thing. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, now let me, let me explain the maintenance guy here. I think his name is Todd. He, he is like a total pussy. Yeah. Um, and he talks funny and shit. Like, he's just a pussy. Um, what makes, I don't know. A, what makes him a pussy? Because he talks funny? He's just a pussy. Like, all the, all the guys here in Seacrest are pussies. Like, the guys in the office. I'm like, are these guys all gay or are they just huge pussies? And she's like, I don't know. They are kind of like pussies. Like, it's kind of funny. Like, you, you, you'd see if you talked to any of the guys. What does it mean, though? What does it mean to, like, give me an imitation of a pussy? Please. They're just like, hi, how are you? What, what can we do for you? And I'm like, look, micro- the microwave's not working. Send nobody over there to fix it. I'm, I eat a lot of meals and need my food. Oh, oh, okay, or... We'll, we'll make sure that we get a fish. We're really, really sorry. Okay, we're gonna make sure that everything's great. I'm like, yeah, just send somebody over there. It sounds like they're they're nice, and you're just an asshole. No, they're huge pussies. You'd see if you were here. Uh, one of the guys one day was like, "So do you like work out like all day long?" And I'm on like this like diet right now. I'm trying to lose weight, and I'm just like, no. I'm like, here's here's the check for the month, dude. <laughs> so um, I'm on. <laughs> there's a commu- community fitness center, right? And I'm doing my cardio, my, my AM cardio. And I'm like, you know, a week out from USA's, I got my hood on and I got my headphones on. I'm tweeting. And the guy comes into the fitness room. He sees me in there and he comes in and he's like, puts his finger up like he wants my attention. So I take my headphones out and he goes, um, hey, PJ, uh, could you do me a favor and not, not put that Epsom salt into the uh, hot tub anymore? Uh, you're, you're messing up all the machines and, uh. You know, it's really hard for me to, to, to keep it maintained if you keep doing that. How did he know? Watch I, the video? There's like video camera there. Yeah. He probably knew something. He's doing something. 
Yeah. So I was thinking just to be a dick because I'm moving soon, just to bring a bunch of Epsom salt in there and just kind of like just just go nuts with it. <laughs> like 25, 40 pounds of Epsom salt. Is- I was also thinking of actually smuggling it in like under my shirt and like turning so the camera can't see and getting it in the water where the camera can't see. So be I can really see- sneaky. And be like, dude, I'm not doing it. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's so funny that he caught he caught you. He watched the camera. Probably, I, I'm not surprised. I'm sure it literally is fucking like the machines up inside of it. It's not supposed to have salt in it. It was funny because he was like, the way he asked was hilarious. He goes, um, yeah, could you do me a favor and uh, not put the Epsom salt in the hot tub anymore? You're uh, you're really messing up my machines. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh okay. Um, you're probably putting 15 pounds of salt into it a week. I mean, no wonder you're you're hurting it. I mean, I guess yeah. Like, yeah, I see. Five pounds of Epsom salt is a, a pretty sizable bag of Epsom salt. It's good for you. It's good for you. <laughs> Not good for machines, though, apparently. Mm-mm. If you're a machine, real bad for you. Like, so, if I really wanted to take a hot tub and there was people there, I'd be all pissed off. Now, when I got started getting close to the show, I started being like, ah, screw it. And I'd be like, hey, listen, this is Epsom salt. It's really good for you. So I'm going to pour this in here. You don't mind. <laughs> and the people would be like, oh, yeah, cool. Pour it in, you know. That'd be funny if you just if you just walk up to the hot tub with no shirt on, just pour the thing in and like stare <laughs> at them as you pour it in, <laughs> and then get into the hot tub. Don't even explain anything. Just pour this huge bag of of, of white substance into the thing and just get in. They'll be like, "What is he doing?" Don't explain anything and then just stare at them when you're in there. Yeah, it's just just big. Pour it in. <laughs> yeah, give a give a growl before you get in there. That would be good. Um. So, uh, it's funny because in California, one of your biggest complaints was that you have to do a lot of driving. That you, the, the, to the gym is an hour, to go to the grocery store is 20 minutes, to go to the mall, God knows how long the mall is. I mean, it's, it's a lot of driving, basically, right? Yeah. Here, where you're at, you're at a, like, Glades Road is this huge road that runs basically through, straight through Boca. Um, and uh, really, it's, it's like the main road. And you're at the, basically, at the interstate... Here and the main road here, and you're in a gated community, which is very nice. You have to you have to go through security to get into your community, and everything, and um, so literally right there is everything. Like all the things that I love are right there by your house, like the sushi buffet, which I brought Mike Popkin to the night. And Mike Popkin is, uh, you know, he is a, a, a man of some taste. You know what I mean? He goes to all the nice restaurants. Oh. He knows what's good. And so I was, I was interested to see if he would love the sushi buffet as much as we me. We had good, uh, good, uh, that Chilean sea bass I had with him that night when we went to sushi was awesome. Yeah. Where was that? That was by the um, hotel that the wedding was at, right? That's yeah. A, that's very close to your house. Five minutes. That was really good. Yeah, five minutes from your house. Uh, but, um, so this, so I brought him to the sushi place after we worked out. <coughs> and um, we had the sushi buffet, $17, as I told you. Mm-hmm. All the sushi you can eat, and it, they have sashimi um, and good quality sushi. Now the signature, like the signature rolls, like the specialty rolls, they're only okay. It's not; they're not like amazing. But what I love is the you're like you, you, you like me. I've showed you my method. The sashimi is the way to go because you yeah. get sushi rice, which is great. They'll give you as much sushi sushi rice as you want on the plate, and then you get the fish, just like the actual pieces of fish. Now, at a normal restaurant, a piece of sashimi runs anywhere from a dollar on the low end to $2.50 on the high end. I mean, on the, actually, that's still middle. I mean, we went to Nobu in Las Vegas and it was four fifty for a piece of sashimi. Very expensive. Um, so 
that's that gives you guys a range. I will eat usually forty pieces of salmon sashimi, um, and I'll do the rice, and then I'll get a bunch of different uh, rolls and stuff, a variety of rolls, and uh, and I love it. So I brought him there, wondering, you know, will he like it as much as me? He saw the price, you know, being a Jewish guy himself, and uh, he, we we gorged ourselves, had a little dessert post workout, and he agreed with me that the place was f- fantastic. Awesome! I'm I'm pumped for this place now. I'm going to be eating there all the time. Yeah, I figure we'll do lunch there every day. I mean, the lunch, by the way, lunch is twelve dollars, which is unbelievable. Your face is scarily close to the, to the computer. I'm uh, I'm on the Iron Empire Radio page and checking out the shoutouts. Okay. Um. Okay. All right. Um. You want to let's you want to move on? We want to do uh want to do commercial break now, and we'll come back with some shoutouts. Yeah, let's do a little commercial action. All right, commercial action. By the way, uh, all this alcohol is making me have to tinkle a little bit anyway. So. All right, all right. Um, by the way, just on a side note, I told Darielle as soon as I got back from the gym today because today was one of the first days at Busybody that I saw a lot of like of um, really hot uh, competitors, female competitors, obviously. Um, and I told her I came home and I said. PJ's gonna love this gym because I, I mean not not that you know not that PJ's gonna go there and you know screw all these girls or anything but these girls you know it, it, it creates an atmosphere. There's a bunch of guys in there that train hard. You got pros and stuff, and there's a lot of national level guys. But um, you always like something nice to look at, and you know Darielle knows I look. Um, that's where I draw the line. But I, I will look. I'll admire their form. You know what I mean? And um, there's a lot. So when I got home, I told her PJ's gonna love this place. Love it. So, Any Latinas in there? Yeah, there was actually two that were wow. working out together. That um, they actually—I don't know if they competed or not—but they're like really good physiques. Maybe not. Maybe not competitors. But they're working out together, and uh, I think that uh, you would approve. Nice, nice. Anyway, um, that's uh, that's it for right now. We'll go to commercial break. We'll come back with some shoutouts, listener questions, and everything else fun. That is the end of the video portion of Iron Empire Radio for this week, um, and. Uh, that's it, PJ. Um, I guess we'll do a little bit. Let me do a little. I like to do a little verbal because we don't have a whole lot of sponsors nowadays. Um, I guess if people want a sponsor, I mean, the truth of the matter is, Iron Empire Radio doesn't really need a lot of sponsors right now. But if you want to sponsor the show, email me at uh, jubak at rxmuscle.com. We are still accepting sponsors. We don't need you, but we'll take you. You know what I mean? And if we do take you, and you're fortunate enough to be part of Iron Empire Radio, you know, you're going to get some business from us. And, uh, yeah, it's good for you. It's good for you to be a part of the Iron It's good for you. You'll be lucky. We don't know if we'll accept you. It's more of like an application process. We got a lot of fucking pros we're working with right now. We got to see what we can do. <laughs> we're, fucking, we're fucking busy over here. You know what I'm saying? We're busy, PJ. Don't have a lot of time for no fucking sponsors. Anyway, uh, so uh, that's it. We'll be back in a minute. Iron Mag Labs is the leading supplement company offering the most hardcore pro-anabolic supplements on the market. Visit IronMagLabs.com and check out our top-selling pro-anabolics, Methadrol Extreme, Super DMZ RX, Cytostane RX, and E-Control RX with 6OXO. Iron Mag Labs makes supplements that actually work. No hype, no BS, just real results. There's a reason you keep hearing about Iron Mag Labs. Come see what you're missing. Visit IronMagLabs.com for the most hardcore body police supplements. 
Orbit Nutrition carries over 1,000 of the hottest nutritional supplements, performance enhancers, and nutraceuticals on the planet. And now, Iron Empire Radio listeners get an additional 5% off their everyday low prices by using the coupon code IER5. That's IER and the number 5. Choose products like Quest Protein Bars, iForce, Iron Mag Labs, and more. Check out Orbit's daily deals for special insane blowout prices. Log on to Orbit's Nutrition Forum and get feedback on the products you're interested in. Check out OrbitsNutrition.com and use the discount code IER5. All right, PJ, we're back. Iron Empire Radio, back in the house. Video's done. We're just radio now. And um, let's start out with some shout-outs, PJ. We're on. Let's see if you can get the names right this week. Shout-out time. It's getting harder to get the names right with all the, the list. is getting longer and longer. Very pop. Everything is getting... The show is getting much uh, more popular. I look at the back-end numbers on RX Muscle. It's growing a lot. The uh, YouTube... I mean, the um, the numbers on iTunes. The show is getting much more popular. Word of mouth, which is interesting. That's the best. Honestly, grassroots way. If you can, if you can appeal to the people... We don't do any advertising, obviously. So we're not putting this out anywhere. To be honest with you, RX Muscle is not heavily promoting the show since it's not an RX Muscle product necessarily. Although we are hosted on RX Muscle, they're not like pushing us. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, in reality, this is almost all a grassroots effort. So, one of the things I encourage listeners to do, if you love the show, and a lot of people do this, tell your friends about it and uh, post it on your Facebook page. Post the the link for the new show when we put it up on our on our Facebook fan page or on my page or PJ's page. Share that link and put it on your page because you know what? We don't ask for money. If you are entertained by the show, all we want is more listeners. We don't even want more money. We just want more listeners, and that'll translate to more money. So we really appreciate when when you guys do that. I mean, this week a lot of guys yeah uh, shared shared the link, and you know that that means a lot to us when you guys do that. Yep, uh, Patrick Barnes, Rob Mance, a lot of these guys are regularly doing that. Jessica Hunt, uh, yeah, yep, that, and that means a lot to us because the truth of the matter is we don't ask anything in your return. If you enjoy the show, all we want you to do is to say that you like the show and tell your friends. That you, they like that, you, that they should hear, listen to the show. Give it a try. And a lot of people aren't interested in bodybuilding. Still enjoy the show. So uh, hopefully, uh, you guys will help us out um, and uh, do that. All right, let's get these shout outs rolling. Do Ready? it. Do it. All right, shout outs: Trevor Majors or Maggers, uh, Xavier Wills, <laughs> and uh, Jane Kaitsar. <laughs> Croatian name, by the way. Uh, Ra- Rob Mance. Uh, shout out to Chris Schmidt and Renee, more Aussies. Keith Allen, Michelle Baker, uh, and her wild red-headed friend, Megan Lynch. We need to, uh, we need to get you to Australia this year. We need to I, would, I really, really, really want to go to Australia bad. Think, more, more than an India trip that didn't work out for me, I'd really like to go to Australia. I have, I have, a, I have a really good feeling that we can make the, India, the Australia trip work out because of our RX Muscle Australia and Xavier Wills, who runs the, uh, the RX Muscle Australia site. And... Uh, those guys at Bulk Nutrients, Ben uh, Crowley over there. I have a feeling, I have a very strong feeling that we could possibly make that work out for you. Well, let's do it. Um, okay, keep going. Um, all right. Uh, Brian Mykoff, Patrick Barnes, Eric Davis, uh, Ian McGarry, um, Dylan Lindstadt, Jesse Smith, Alexander Duncan. Also, no more shout-outs to ex-girlfriend. <laughs> Who is Alex, Alexander Duncan's girlfriend? He says, shout out, and no more shout outs to the ex-girlfriend, just letting you all know she's a dirty whore. <laughs> That's awesome. Point out who she is. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm liking that one. I'm liking that one. 
Yeah, that's a good one. Shout out to Max Cervantes. It's funny. It's funny that that actually comment has has six likes. You you missed off. Did, did you do Dylan Lenstad? And uh, yes, Dylan Lenstad. Oh, yep. I'm, I'm moving fast. So you go, 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 go. Uh, Omar Hurtado, Jess McCutcheon. Um, shout out to Jason Little, Richard Arrington, uh, Myron Gaines, uh, Dimitri Dima Kagasov, uh, Devin Cruea, Anthony Drazio. Also, Chris Austin, James Hill, Shane Royce, Adam Bray, Steve Miller, Lou Hudson, Stacy Mitchell Gray, <laughs> Ashley Gray, and Amy Lauren Gray. All Pussy Glot. Oh, <laughs> Stacy wanted a little bit of uh, a little uh, Zach Con action. Pussy Glot. Oh, Daryl. Daryl is going to be like, oh, she hates. That. Oh, she was getting upset in the other room. Oh, all the great. Shout out to all the great. Spencer Barrett, Danny Goodwin, Greg Tuba. Muscle Mitch. Muscle Shout Mitch out. in the house or Orban Nutrition. Uh, all, you know what? Is, is, uh, on the subject of Orban Nutrition, I've been getting a lot of emails from people saying, you know, I live in the United Kingdom. I live yeah, here. I live yeah. here. All these places that are not in the United States. And they're like, I really want to try the Iron Mag Labs products. And I've been telling them you can get them all yep. from Orbit Nutrition. So anybody that wants the Iron Mag Labs products that are not in the United States, www.orbitnutrition.com. You can get them from Muscle Mitch. And if you do that, use our discount code IER5. It's only five more percent, but the truth of the matter is the disc, the prices are already cheaper than anywhere else. So use yes. IER5, and he will. Mitch, Muscle Mitch will send that shit anywhere. He'll send yep. that. To, it doesn't matter to him. He doesn't give a shit. He'll send it he's anywhere. Good. He's like the honey badger. He he's the honey badger. It. Doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> um, all right. Shout out to uh, Max Barham, Greg Himes, Christopher Gustavson. Um, Dylan Miller, Jordan Coburn, uh, Tyke Kimball. I, I know I get that one wrong sometimes. Aaron Muma, Jody Bobadiniao, Rob Holt, Al X, John Oterstrom, uh, Ben Grahad. I might have already shouted out. We'll shout him out again. Benjamin Herring, uh, Megan Maida Hesham, Jonathan Gomes, Sean F. Rob, Assad Ahmad. All the Maliks, we love you guys. Adil, too, they threw in. They both threw, it, threw in. Shout out Adil. It's funny. They're taking care of their brothers. Shout out. Uh-huh. Shout out to Big Nut. Shout out to uh, <laughs> Angela Hudson, who, um, she, <laughs> it's funny. She put the pronunciation in there. Angelia. Anjoli. It's like Anjoli. <laughs> Just like Anjoli. It's really Anjoli. Uh, Anjoli, actually. I'm, I'm actually making her name more fancy, fancy than it really is. <laughs> Shout out to Justin Davis, Liam Tracy, Patrick Jimfo Kennedy, Jimfo Jimfo Jimbo, uh, Kanata Nun, and William Mazzarello. He wants us to get Vinny to the chin as a guest. We got a lot of people that we want to get as guests, so we're working on that. You guys can make more suggestions to us. We'll see what we can do. I know. I know. I talked to BLP, and he wants to come on and give us the review of his uh, his tranny trip to uh, Thailand, and that is something that I do want. Unfortunately, it didn't work out for this week. Maybe next week. I know he's competing at the uh, Canadian Nationals, I think, in two weeks or three weeks. So I would like to get him on. Did you see his video uh, that he did, his crazy, crazy video? I did not see his video. He did a really good video, man. Like, I don't know if he paid. I know he doesn't have the like the skills to do this kind of editing. And obviously somebody shot it. And he obviously hired, like, a professional actor. But, um, you know, anybody who knows BLP is that knows that he, he sells steroids. So... He does have a lot of uh, income coming in, and I believe yep. that he spent a lot of this uh, disposable income on making some of these videos. <laughs> and this last one was like very entertaining and, and surprisingly 
strange but good. And uh, I would like to uh, have him back on to, to talk about you know how much money is he paying to get these videos done and uh, his trip about the uh, tranny trip, the tranny vacation where he has sex with trannies. Yeah. I'm, that one will be interesting. So, <laughs> <laughs> At the very least, it'll be interesting. <laughs> yeah, we'll get that uh, one done. Let's uh, start off with the questions, PJ. Well, let's do it. We got so many, I don't want to beleaguer the, uh, the situation currently. We'll move right into this thing. All right, let's start doing it here. All right, uh, let's start off with this. Rob Mance. Topic, if you were in the WWE or UFC, what would your entrance song be? And he actually says, as a caveat, PJ probably knows without thinking about this. My entrance music would be Revolution Is My Name by Pantera. The beginning of it is awesome, awesome entrance music. Um, let me think about that. Who would I want? Um, the Renegade Jew. No, are you kidding me? The Renegade Jew. The Renegade Jew. <laughs> the Renegade Jew is coming for you. Yeah, no, I would not <laughs> do that. Uh, I think I would do like Pantera. I would do like Cowboys from Hell or something. Or Pantera, they got a lot of good stuff. Revolution is my name, maybe um, something mine, like that. Mine, have my entrance music. Your entrance music? What's that? I'm, mine is Revolution is my name. You can't take my entrance music. Uh, I, I don't. Know. I mean, maybe it makes them disappear. I don't know. Unless we were a tag team, we can come out together. To <laughs> that would be cool. That would be cool. We should be a tag team. We would be a hilarious tag team. Like we'd be better than the Legion of Doom and like guys like that. We'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, we would. We would. If we lived in Tampa, that could be an option for us since the WWE is based there, all their uh, schools based there. Um, you would have to be the athletic one. I would stand on the side and be like your hype man. Um, um, all right. <laughs> that's pretty. I'm thinking about. I'm you're texting. Getting, I know you're texting. I know. I'm actually getting a picture of this in my head and like visualizing us like walking out into the ring and shit. And it's making me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Can you see me on the side of the ring with, like, a cane being your hype I'm man? I'm trying to think about what our outfits would be, like, leotards and stuff. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure, I'm sure, sure yours would be as little as possible. Oh, yeah, definitely. You would be it, some it, gasp like, shorts or something. I would, I would, I would if, if I could get away with doing it in the thong, I would. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, next, on, next up, let's see. Um, Ian McGarry wants to know, if you guys could compete in any Olympic sport, what would it be? Any Olympic sport. Yeah. Wow. Basketball. That's I would name. say probably to be part of the dream team and just school everybody from other countries, that'd be pretty awesome. So are they winning? I mean, I, to be honest with you, I've been keeping up with the Olympics that much. Yeah, our basketball team just destroys everybody. They are, they're, so they haven't lost the game yet. Yeah, our men's volleyball team uh, lost actually today, which uh, uh, they got romped by Italy. Our girls' gymnastics are pretty damn good. Yeah. Our, our swimming is decent. Um, I watched the girls' gymnastics. Yeah, our guys' gymnastics suck. We yeah. got to find some better, some better gay guys to do that stuff. <laughs> Doctor Victor Prisk is getting really upset with you right now. No, they're not all gay, but a lot of them are. Good. Um, um, so what, what's your sport? Did you say? Probably basketball. Yeah, mine too. Definitely basketball. Because those guys make a lot of money, also. So that's yeah, and, and we we really we got the dream team. You know what I mean? It's cool. Yeah. Absolutely. We destroy everybody. Yeah. Um, Brian Mykoff wants to know, PJ, if you would never turn pro as a bodybuilder, would you consider your career a success or a failure? Success. I already know the answer. My career is already a success. You make more money than you make more money doing uh, what you love than 90% of the guys out there that have pro cards. Yeah, I love bodybuilding. I love to bodybuild for me. 
you know, I, I think it's awesome that I have fans and I'm, I'm like really appreciative of that, but I'm getting so much more satisfaction than I ever thought imaginable from actually training other people and actually getting them to turn pro. Um, and, and I realized that I'm, I'm really a lot more into the coaching now. And, um, I think that maybe my, my bodybuilding has to take a little bit of a backseat to that. Um, because the money is all coming from the coaching and that's where my, my future is going to be based around because how long can I actually bodybuild at an elite level for? I can coach until I die. Right. Um, so that's, that's really, uh, where my focus is. And I've actually been able to be a good coach and, you know, not because solely because I'm a bodybuilder, but I don't, I don't really necessarily know if my business would have gotten to where it was if I didn't piggyback my bodybuilding career to, to, to float my business, you know? Absolutely. Well, you got, you got all your, uh, all your, I don't know, uh, PR from your body. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go on to the next one. Um, um, Patrick Barnes says, what would your porno pseudonym names be? And I actually have a uh, good formula for this. You use your middle name and, okay. the, and the street name that you were born on. So mine is Ellis Barat. Ellis Barat. That's Ellis, a pretty badass name. Ellis Barat. Mine is. Oh, I'm trying to think of the street name I was born on. It was. Um, you really don't remember? I'm shocked. Do you 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 remember with the street you were born on, or your parents Bar- just told Barat? You? Yeah, Barat. No, they they moved after the hurricane after Katrina, but I, I definitely know Barat. Yeah. When I, I was a little kid, um, my parents. Um, well, my parents. My mom was 18 when she had me. Oh wow! They, they like ran away and upset. You know my grandparents well, and everything. What was the first street? What was the first street that you remember? Your first um, address. Probably, um, I grew up from like the age of like one to eight on Tegan Point Road. Tegan. So, what's your middle name? Drew. Drew Tegan. It's pretty Tegan. good. It's actually pretty good. <laughs> Drew Tegan. I was actually when I was born, they were living in like a little shitty uh, apartment uh, on kind of like a crappy side of Danbury. And I'm trying to think of the name of, of the street. It'll come to me probably by the end of the show. Um, but I was out of there, you know, by the time I was like a few months old and into the nicer uh, house on Tegan Point Road. Right, right. Well, you didn't spend a lot Drew of time. Drew Regan. Drew Regan. That's good. <laughs> Drew T. I should have known your middle name is Drew after you have that all over Facebook now. Um, interestingly enough, you didn't mean to add that to that. That was funny. that It became... PJ Braun to PJ Drew Braun all of a sudden. I know it's such a pain. It's so annoying too because <laughs> I did. I never wanted that to be there. You accidentally added that into your profile and then it permanently changed your name. Yeah, I tried to fix it and it, were, it, it was like you were over the limit of profile changes. I was like, really? That you, that can happen? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Um, all right, uh, next question on our list. Uh, Jesse Smith, if you would travel to another planet, if would you travel to another planet? If it was possible in your lifetime, and what would you hope to find? <laughs> I don't know. I suppose the whole same things I'd hope to find here. Yeah, um, you know what? There was a time in my life when I would absolutely said yes, just because like that's really like a crazy, you know, amazing, unique experience. If if somebody said you want to travel to Mars or something like that. Like I'm like, and I'm not really a risk taker type guy. Like I don't want to like jump out of a plane or do bungee jumping or anything like that. But something like that that's like unique and and special and like that's that's something that nobody else can do. That's something that I would have been interested in before like life yeah. started getting to the point where it's at now. You know, wife, 
baby on the way, success. So now at this point, I would have to say no. But uh, for a long time, I would have jumped at some kind of opportunity like that if, if it was even like feasible. Um, you know, it's funny. Is like I, I I feel the same way. I I I've, in my my old age here, my uh, my feelings on that kind of stuff have kind of changed a lot. I'm kind of just like eh. You know, so um, I think when I was younger, I'd be like, "Yeah, definitely," um, but it's not really uh, tops on my uh, things that excite me right now list. All right, our next question: Max Cervantes. Uh, he uh, he wants to know he's going to the Olympia, so he wants to know what's your favorite and least favorite thing at the uh, Mister Olympia Expo. Huh, that's a good question. My favorite and least favorite thing. Well, for starters, the Olympia Expo. Is nowhere near as good as the Arnold. Let's um, let's 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 reverse this. No, because since it's, I'm going to answer it my way, but I want to I want to change Max Cervantes' question a little bit, okay, and, and add a little a little something extra. PJ Braun, what is your what is your favorite thing? Um, a year ago at the Olympia Expo, if, or go back to the Olympia Expo a year ago. What was your favorite thing, and what was your least favorite thing? I feel like well, that answer will be different. Well, I actually met Amber uh, for the first time. At the Olympia Expo last year, that was a pretty big deal. Um, I was right. not I was not working a booth, and I had an awesome time with her because working a booth kind of sucks, to be honest with you. We had a lot of fun at the last year's Olympia Expo. We did. You can we actually did. go to our YouTube page, go to the YouTube page, and you can actually see the aftermath of the hotel room after the yeah. Olympia Expo. Yeah, we had fun. We, we had, had fun. Yeah, had a really uh, good time. Um. Uh, I, this year, I'm really more looking forward to the people that uh, listen to the radio show. That's the thing that I, I like the most when I go to the show is the people that come up to me yep. and say, I'm sorry, Isaac, and stuff like that. Yep. Yep. Uh, I like to see how much it's grown um, you know, from, from year to year, you know, month to month, whatever. I think, you know what, I, 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 and that's what we were talking about before privately. We were talking about this, that, um, that that is something that's really, really cool. That Back in the day with Off Topic, we had a listener base that was very similar, me and Carl Lenore, to the, to the kind of listener base that we're developing here with um, Iron Empire Radio. And one of the coolest things is to have somebody come up to you and say, hey, I'm a fan of the show. Because it's not like Access Bodybuilding or Heavy Muscle Radio. We're, in reality, they're, they're a fan of the work that we're doing or the, the columns and, you know, on, the, on uh, RX Muscle that I do or, or whatever, any other stuff. Because it's different because this is just me and you bullshitting. We're not really preparing for this. We're not. We're just being me and you. So what they're really saying, what you guys, if you come up to us at Olympia, is saying that you you like us, which is um, which is, I guess, very different than coming up and saying I love your articles. You know what I mean? Or I love your your muscles. Yeah. If they come up to you and say I love your your physique, you know, your physique isn't you. You know, your PJ Braun. If he stops working out in a year, he's not going to look anything like the physique that you like so much. You know, but PJ Braun, the person, will always be the same. Yeah. Um, so that's a huge compliment. So I, I guess that, that that is a good uh, segue to say that if you guys are going to the Olympia this year, please come up and say that you listen to the show and you like it and stuff because you're not going to bother us. It's something that we really uh, would would like. You know, maybe uh, should, that, that, that's by far my favorite. Maybe we should get some extra teeth because we're going to sell this hundred, the first hundred. Um, you know, Jerry Beck is almost done, so we're going to make the first hundred T-shirts. And it's going to say first hundred on the sleeve. It's going to be very exclusive. So mm-hmm. we're going to sell those before the Olympia. But after, assuming Jerry Beck gives me the design pretty soon, but um, we're going to bring some more with us. Uh, don't you think that's a good idea, PJ? 
I think that's a very good idea. And what I what I think we'll do is we'll sell them for a lower price, twenty bucks, which is considerably lower than what we plan to sell them for. If you see us at the Olympia, we'll I'll be carrying a backpack. PGL carry a backpack. If you want to buy a T-shirt, you come up and say you know you you like the show, you want to buy a T-shirt. We will uh, we will have them on us, and you can buy them straight from us hand to hand. For a discount, then you'll get to, you know, I, like I said, you don't have to come up and buy a t-shirt. You come up and say hi, but um, that's I think that's a good idea, right? I think it's a great idea. So, there you go. Um, next question. Let's see. I lost my place. Let's see. I keep coming back to Alexander Duncan about the dirty whore girlfriend. I really want to hear more of that story. Yeah, that was great. Alexander Duncan, next shout-out request. Please tell us a little bit about your... About this deal, you know, we'll uh, we'll read it on the air. Um, let's see, Omar Hurtada. Hurtada. Uh, I, every once in a while, I see these idiots on YouTube with synthol arms that think they're badasses. Have you ever guys? Have you guys ever ran into any of these guys like that at the gym or clubs? No, no. I you know, I feel like that's a pretty rare deal where they look like like that, like freakish looking. I've yeah. actually seen some guys at bodybuilding shows. I remember back, um, I think in 2002 or 2003 at the GNC uh, show of strength and when it was in New Orleans. And I went there and I saw somebody who was going to the seminar with Tom Prince and uh, Craig Titus and a bunch of other guys. And this fucking guy was so ridiculous. I remember being like, wow. I had never seen anything like that. That he obviously like, first of all, the synthol was bad, really bad. And it was like, you know, hundreds of CCs. And like, it was like, Greg Valentino, but all over his body. Yeah. But um, he actually seemed like a pretty nice guy. He didn't talk to me or anything, but he didn't uh, He didn't seem like one of the guys on YouTube that was, like, showing off and thinking he was a badass. So I've never really run into that. Um, the only time I've ever seen any, like, retards that like that has been at big bodybuilding shows. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. Those guys are the ones that always wear tank tops, too. Yep. Which is strange. Um, next question. Um... Jess McCutcheon, not mentioning names, of course not re- referring to YouTube champs, but it amazes me how many IFBB pros wives slash girlfriends are really not attractive, or at least not what you'd expect. Some even appear to be kind of fat. I'm not saying this to be mean, but it does seem surprising on some level that when these people are so dedicated to a life to achieve such an extreme level of fitness, uh, this has led me to the hypothesis, a hypothesis as to why this may be. I'm curious, what do you think it is? You go first. I actually know, I'm not going to list off the names, but there's a surprising number of guys, because I've actually met a lot of the wives, or actually... <laughs> Basically all the guys that are happy. <laughs> I've met a lot of ex-wives, too. Um, <laughs> that, uh, that So anyway, yeah, yeah, they, there are guys that are with ugly women, uh, or unattractive women. And I feel like a lot of that is insecurity. Um, so they want to be the, the center of attention. And they want somebody to take care of them. And uh, they want like a, a motherly type deal. And a lot of times, if they want to be the center of attention and they want somebody to take care of them, um, and they have a lot of needs like that, then they can't get a really attractive woman because most women that are really attractive uh, need that themselves. So they don't want to compete to be the center of attention with their wife or girlfriend or etc. And... Um, it's just kind of how it works sometimes. Um, you know, I, like like PJ said, some of those people seem to me like the, the happiest and stay together with the, their wives 
our girlfriends the longest if they're not involved in the industry and they don't even work out or anything like that. Personally, I can't imagine that. I can't. I literally cannot imagine being with a woman that doesn't. And I, it's funny because PJ, I dated a girl, actually, mm-hmm. incidentally, a Jewish girl who was very, very pretty. Um, and right before, not right before I met Darielle, but about a year before. And I met her uh, through JDate, the uh, Jewish dating service. Very, very pretty face, like a ten face. But her body, she never worked out a day in her life. She never exercised. She's never an athlete in any way. And um, she just didn't understand what I did, like at all. Like didn't get it. And so it's hard for me to imagine being with somebody who is supportive, that understood what I did, that didn't work out at all. But it happens apparently. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think that a lot of people think that, like, okay, you're a top bodybuilder. You're going to date, like, either another female bodybuilder or a figure competitor or a bikini competitor or whatever um, because it just, like, makes sense if you judge a book by its cover. But in reality, it's such a stubborn and and selfish sport that it's really, really hard to get two people that are both stubborn and selfish to work in a relationship. So many, many people find themselves with people that are not into the industry and not doing the same thing. And you would think that... Um, it'd be good to find somebody that's really into working out and fitness and stuff like that. Um, but, um, you know, uh, I think that if you uh, are happy and, 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 you know, in love with the person that you're with, it really doesn't necessarily matter if they're doing the same thing as you or not. I mean, like I said in the beginning, making a joke, most of the guys that I know that are happy are with girls that you wouldn't really necessarily say are hot. Um, and a lot of the guys that I know that were married to or dating hot industry girls or girls that look like industry girls were, were either miserable or getting cheated on and ended up in pretty bad spots. So it says a lot. Yeah. Um, next question, Jason Little. What's the last concert concert you've been to? And um, I'm, not, I'm not even sure for me. What's the last concert you've been to? Dude, I, we used to go to so many concerts when I was young. Me too. I mean, tons. Ozfest, Lollapalooza, Metallica a bunch of times. And I cannot remember the last concert I, I went to. It had to be in my earlier 20s, to be honest with you. We, uh, ought, to, we ought to go to a concert. This is a great opportunity for when you're here. We yeah. ought to go to a concert where there's a mosh pit. <laughs> I'm serious. And, we, and I'll, I'll video part you in the mosh pit, and then you can video me in the mosh pit. And that would, be, that would be a trip. People would like that, I bet. Yeah, I mean, when I was young, I used to go into all the mosh pits. But even when I got into my earlier 20s, I didn't really have as much desire to go into the mosh pits. I had um, backstage passes to see um, Disturbed was the, was the headline event. It was when Disturbed was really uh, coming out with their first album. And uh, Sepultura was there. Uh, Mudvayne was there before their album had even dropped. A lot of really good bands. And um, we had uh, backstage passes. So we were actually above the crowd at the Hammerstein Ballroom. And me and my friend, like towards the end, were like, dude, we got to dive off the stage and just like, like crowd surf. And um, the security guard saw that we were doing, and he was like, "Don't even fucking think about it." And we're kind of just like looking over and looking down, and looking over, and looking down, and we're like, "Fuck it!" And we just <laughs> run and dive off the stage. And you know, it's if there's so many people that you you land on all their hands, and you just kind of like get like tossed around for a little while. I've never I've never done that until you land on the ground, and it, it, it was pretty crazy. It was pretty cool. Was, gra- uh, were people grabbing your uh, your dicks and not? I mean, your, yeah, your gr- girls genitals. were sucking it. It was crazy. They were, they, were, they were jerk fingering my butt, all kinds of stuff. For real or you're kidding? No, 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 nothing. <laughs> I think when girls are, are ballsy enough to crowd surf, all the dirty slob guys uh, will do all kinds of disgusting things to them, but I think when it's a the guy, they kind of just pass you along. Huh. 
Makes sense. Um, so basically what you're saying is you would grab their tits and asses and vaginas and stuff. That's what you yes. would do. No, I wouldn't do that, but guys do do that. Sure, sure. Um, um, I'm gonna, I don't remember my last concert, so I'm going to tell you my favorite concert. Uh, when I was, let's see, 14 or 15, uh, there's a place in New Orleans called the Rendon Inn. And um, it was a very small, a literally airplane hangar that was um, in uh, down, uh, not downtown, it was in uptown New Orleans. And um, bands would play there kind of like to, to practice their act, you know. And I went and saw uh, Marilyn Manson there when in, in 1994, 1995. And uh, that's when they just changed the name from Marilyn Manson and the Spooky Kids to normally Marilyn Manson. And um, they had just joined with Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails. And so he was at the concert. And uh, there's no seats in this place. It's all standing room only. And I would say there's probably three, 400 people there max. And um, I don't know how the hell... They allowed me at uh, like 14 or 15 years old in there. But I went in there and, and New Orleans is different, especially in the 90s. Like you, drinking and stuff like that and like, like you know, carting people to get in just wasn't what it used what it is now at, at most other places in, in the country. And uh, I went in there and uh, the music, you know, obviously this was, uh, you know, when Marilyn Manson was at his angriest, which was uh, the, the music I liked the best. And uh, he broke a bottle he cut himself on stage and he sodomized himself with a with the wine bottle and it was like insanity and uh that wasn't the, the sodomizing himself wasn't my favorite part but the stage act in general was uh just uh incredible and uh, i got to meet marilyn manson and trent reznor after the show they did like a signing after the show and everybody got to meet him shake their hand get an autograph stuff like that so that was pretty cool um that is pretty cool i've seen some really good concerts i saw marilyn manson he was awesome um, I saw Metallica a bunch of times. I actually saw Metallica when they did the S&M tour where they only did four um, U.S. Uh, show dates for that. And that was just absolutely amazing. Um, I mean, I've seen Ozzy. I've seen, uh, you know, I actually haven't seen Pantera, uh, and I'll never be able to see them official now, which is very sad. And I actually never saw Tool either, two of my really oh, favorite I've seen I've seen both of those a bunch of times. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a little bummed out. I'll tell you, those two bands and, and Guns N' Roses, the real Guns N' Roses, I would have really loved to see. Everybody else I've seen. I saw um, a, an awesome one I saw when I was in high school. Uh, Rage Against the Machine and Wu-Tang Clan toured together, and that was a crazy concert. They rioted at the place that I was at, uh, tore down fences and stuff, and like lit shit on fire. <laughs> it was like nuts. Wow. Yeah. Um, see, the reason I've met uh, Phil Anselmo, who is the uh, lead singer of uh, Pantera, is because he lived in New Orleans, so I met him uh, many times in person. He How was have, he? what's that? How was he in person? Oh, well, look, I was a lot younger than him. We didn't like hang out or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people say he's kind of a dick. He seemed nice enough to me. I mean, well, he was he was making a lot of money, so he seemed, probably was very happy at the time. He uh, yeah. he was um, at this was when he was um, they would do a um, haunted house every year. In, uh, in New Orleans and I can't remember the name of it I'm sure one of our listeners probably would know but he would do this haunted house every year and he may still do it for all I know or maybe they, maybe he doesn't live there anymore who knows but they would um, they would do he would do this haunted house and um, God, I can't remember the name of it now but it's been it's been um, it's been there for many years like I said I don't know if it's still there but um, they would charge 30 bucks to get in and man it seemed like every kid or every teenager or every like twenty something would go there 
just it was like lines to get in. So I used to wonder how much money he'd make because obviously, what does it cost to put up a haunted house? I mean, not really much. Yeah, maybe close to nothing. You know, these guys all seem to be his friends or like you know roadies and stuff like that. And it was a really badass haunted house. It was very uh, very scary. Thirty dollars a piece, and you would imagine that they were probably doing uh, ten thousand people a night, five mm. to ten thousand people a night through this place. People would come over and over and over again to go to this. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it was uh, he seemed nice. I mean, he would be at the front door. He would welcome people. He was very public. Uh, so uh, he was good. I mean, it was he was seemed nice to me. Now I've I've seen Down in concert, his other band, and I've seen yeah. Pantera probably five or six times because they would play a lot at Rendon Inn and some of the other places in New Orleans. So That's I've seen cool. them a lot. And Tool, yeah, I would have uh, loved to see them. I, I was like you. I, lo- I loved concerts back then. And New Orleans was like in that era, like of industrial metal kind of era. Mm-hmm. Because Nine Inch Nails was there and their studio was there. So like Tool and all those other bands would, would come to New Orleans once a year, twice a year, three times a year. So I, I saw all those bands a lot. You know? All right. Next question. Uh, let's see. Uh, Dmitry Dima Kojigoslav. He wants to know. If you knew the world was going to end in 24 hours, what is one thing that you would do? Um, probably just... <laughs> I guess I'd probably just fuck as many goddamn people as I could. Men, women, anybody. I think anybody, guys too? <laughs> <laughs> what would you do? I, I think that you would probably have an easy time. I never watched the movie, but it, like, remember that movie with um, Steve Carroll that just came out recently? It's like my partner for the end of the world or something like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Remember he meets like some really like ridiculously hot chick, like way too hot for him. And he ends up like partnering up with her. And like somebody else tells us like fat guys, like as long as you don't kill me, we can have sex now. You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you probably, you probably rack them up. You'd probably go for like an all time record. You'd probably get 24 and 24 hours. Um, I don't know. <laughs> to be honest with you, I'd probably get really fucked up, really fucked up. Like, I don't oh, know yeah, what I do. That's standard. Yeah, I'd probably get really fucked up. I would. I, would, I mean, me and Darielle would go out, and uh, we would not remember. We would not know when the twenty-four hours was coming. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, I might go out and look for heroin again if I had twenty-four hours. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Jess McCutcheon, to what extent do you believe African Americans possess gen- better genetic potential to become elite elite level bodybuilders? I think this is a silly question. What, what was the question? He wants to know, to what extent do you believe African Americans possess better genetic potential to become elite level bodybuilders? Uh, of course they do. It's, that's a silly question. Come on, yeah, James. Yeah, knows that. Have you, have you not been following professional bodybuilding? Yeah, I think it's a silly. Yes, they're much better. Um, let's see. He's got another one. The, he wants to know, uh, when are we going to get Jerry Montaneri on as a, uh, a IER guest? We'll work on it. Another one. We got a bunch. Of, we got a long list of people we yeah. need to get on. We've been slacking getting guests. It's been it's so easy just to have me and you, you know. Because you never know how. Like Jerry Montaneri is great. He's great. Um, you want to do a little Jerry Montaneri? Yeah. How you doing? Yeah. How you guys doing tonight? I have you on the radio show. Listen, listen, guys. Yes. Love you guys. You, you, you say some fucked up shit sometimes. <laughs> I love you. It's great. I, lo- I love you, P. I love you, P. But listen, you, you know, I can't always be on the radio because I don't really know what I'm going to say. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so yeah he, he's awesome but like you know I'm not sure sometimes I'm not sure how people will be on the radio so like me and PJ are for sure things so 
you know, sometimes we haven't had people on. But you know what? If people want, we've got a long list of guests people want. We're going to start pumping them out, and uh, we'll let you guys judge if you want to keep uh, requesting guests, because it's not always a guaranteed thing. Like, Jerry Montaneri has never been on any of my shows before. As great as he is in person, you know, sometimes people get a little nervous when they, they yep. think they're on the radio. Yep. Happened to the Big Sexy a couple times. Yeah, Big Sexy, very, very, you know, it's not uh, not sexy, not big, and not sexy on the radio. You know what so I mean? As, as uh, outgoing as you could possibly get on the, the internet boards and in his videos he does for himself, but you get him on the radio and he... Uh, Gets a little quiet. Yeah, it's a little quiet. A little quiet. Um, uh, Devin uh, Korea or something. Um, what are your thoughts on actors using gear? Tom Hardy played Bane or Tommy in Warrior adding 30 pounds or Will Smith and Ali. They all use gear. Come on. They all of course use gear. Do. Don't be ridiculous. Uh, you know who used, who's definitely used some serious gear? Um, the Rock? Ed, and Ed Norton in American History X. Oh, yeah. He is so freaking skinny in every other movie, and he was pretty muscular in that movie. He looked good like that. He was like a stud in that movie, and then uh, he's he just pathetically skinny in, in, in all his other he movies. He should have kept that shit up, because you know what? He could have done a lot of other roles with that little, yeah. little bit of muscle. No, he looked good. He looked real good. All right, PJ, the next question is from Anthony De Orzo, or Del Orzio. Um... What is the best bodybuilding show you've ever been to, and why? The best bodybuilding show I've ever been to. Let me think for a minute. You can answer that one. Yeah, I've been to a lot, body, a lot of bodybuilding shows. I yeah, I've been the, to a lot, of, a lot of sucky ones. I'll tell you that right now. Um, you know what? My favorite, my the biggest, like historically biggest. If you look at it, I've been to a lot of Olympias. Now I've been to, uh, I think six or seven Olympias. I think. Uh, I'm into like six uh, six Arnold's, I think six or seven Arnold's, but the um, the best show that I've been to, surprisingly, was the last GNC show of strength in New Orleans, where Ronnie Coleman was undefeated, never been beaten as a Mr. Olympia, and he lost to Gunther Schoenklapp. Uh on stage. He lost second place, and Kevin Lavroni ran on stage and hugged him. And I don't look now. I'll be honest. I'm spoiled. Like I sit in the, in the press seat, so I'm literally behind the judges. But this show that, that basically until I got involved with the bodybuilding industry, those seats are not available to people. Like um, one of you guys who are listening, you can't get seats like this. You can't buy the seats that I sit in every time. So I was like extremely fortunate in the fact that nobody bought tickets to the GNC Show of Strength. Probably part of the reason there is no GNC Show of Strength anymore. So I, we were able to move up. Like I, I bought like the fifty dollars tickets, and then I ended up sitting in like the VIP uh, five hundred dollars seats right behind the judges. I was sitting next to um, uh, Sean Ray, and on the other side of me it was Chad Nichols, and next to him was uh, King Kamali. Those were the people that are that were between me. Literally on my left is Sean Ray, on my right is Chad Nichols, on his right is King Kamali, and behind me was Craig Titus. So it's like you know this is like the you know. For a fan, this is about as good as it gets at the time. And in front of me is Ronnie Coleman and uh, Gunter and these other guys. So that was probably like the most significant show. I remember being really starstruck because at the time, uh, and even now, I mean, the um, I'm not like I'm not impressed by stars or whatever. This is my stars. Um, so 
those guys at the time were a big deal to me, you know. So being around them and seeing that was really, really huge. Being so close to the stage and seeing a show with a lot of like historical significance. Can you top that, PJ Braun? PJ Braun, stop text messaging. I'm not text messaging at all. I swear to God. Okay, what? Your your uh, thing just uh, it's done it a lot of times during the show. It actually goes out where I can't hear you anymore. Oh, okay. You're gonna have to do something about that internet connection over yeah, there. Yeah, you know what? We're switching. We have Comcast now. It sucks. It sucks. So we're switching it to uh, to AT and T Uverse. It just hasn't happened yet. That's all. Good. Yeah, because yeah, it's 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 uh, it keeps me on my toes. That's for sure. When what it- happens? It's funny because the upload speed. I don't know. Look, I had the best internet connection like of all time in Tampa. I paid ninety nine dollars a month to have the internet that is like mind blowing fast. I could download a um, an HD uh, video in three minutes, like no joke. And I could upload one of like a hundred megabyte file in like a minute. Um, here in Tampa, that's not. I mean, in Boca, that's not available, which is surprising because this is a rich neighborhood, um, rich city. Um, so. Here, I, I can download fast, but my upload speed is extremely slow. So I can hear you without a problem, but every mm-hmm. once in a while, my upload speed going to you slows down so much you can't hear me. Yeah, it's frustrating. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're we'll um, going to get it fixed. Right. My best bodybuilding show memory. Um, off the top of my head, I'm going to give you two. The first bodybuilding show I ever went to, the first like real bodybuilding show I ever went to, was the old Night of Champions in New York City wow. at the Beacon Theater. And I was about 18, 19, maybe. And um, it was awesome because all the dudes were standing outside, and I'd never seen guys like that in real life. Tom Prince was standing on the street, and um, Marcus Rule was out there, and you were just like, wow, look at these freaking guys. Then inside, uh, Dorian Yates was signing pictures. Flex Wheeler was signing pictures. Dennis James, like all these guys, Dexter Jackson, that were the guys that I was looking up to in the magazines. To see them all in person, what they really looked like was so cool. Uh, and then, like, man, when Marcus Rule came out on the stage, it was in his prime, and it was just nuts. It was just crazy. And Tom Prince was such a freak. Uh, Bob Ciccarello. Um, Victor Martinez didn't even make the top 15. It was it was like his first show that he ever did. And wow. I remember looking at him and being like, wow, that guy's going to be really good. Uh, even at, even at, at 18 years old, I remember being like, man, that guy's going to be really, really good. And, of course, he came out, wound up being better than all those guys that competed that day. Um, but that was a really awesome experience. My other one would be the Newark Pro um, when Evan uh, competed for the first time and, and being a part of his training leading up to it and how much work he put into it and you know having him being one of my best friends. I was actually able to uh, hand out trophies at that show. And I was actually watching from the side of the stage um, when he won. And I got to come out and uh, hand a trophy. And he like... He grabbed me and he gave me like a, a big kiss on the on the cheek. Actually, I think he was just like caught up in the moment. He totally ruined my shirt too. Uh-huh. But um, that was pretty awesome because uh, I was so happy for him to be a part of that. <laughs> That's funny. Um, all right, there you go. So, um, Adam Bray wants to know if you could go back in time and prevent one musical tragedy, who would you save and why? Uh, one musical tragedy. Yeah, there's so many, man. So many musicians have died young. The, the guy from Alice in Chains, Lane Staley, died when he was 25. Yeah. How old was Kurt, how old was Kurt Cobain? Uh, I think Kurt was like in the in the late 20s. I think he was like 28, 27. Yeah, he was pretty young. Um, younger, you know, than, definitely. He was definitely younger than us. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these guys didn't make it past 25. You know, it's sad. 
I would say Kurt Cobain because Kurt Cobain is one of the one of those rare rare uh, musicians where you go listen back to Nirvana and Nirvana today is just as good as Nirvana was then. It's like one of those things that when my son grows up and when he's 18 if I play him Nirvana he's going to be like, "Yeah, this shit is awesome." You know, like I don't I don't feel like that music ever ages like the Beatles, you know? I feel like Nirvana will be good in 50 years. Yeah, I agree. I actually enjoy Alice in Chains a lot more than Nirvana. Um, so, I mean, you know, that's just my own taste. Um, so, you know, I could make the same I argument. Love, I love and, Alice in Chains too, but I, I, always, I feel like Nirvana is, for me, it's better. Yeah, Nirvana definitely uh, reached more uh, a mainstream appeal than Alice in Chains did. And people fell in love with Kurt Cobain and thought he was very misunderstood and they thought he was a genius and this and that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that one, that was pretty tragic. Uh, Stacy Mitchell Gray wants to know uh, what exactly was in PJ's package that he needed so badly in last week's episode, and he wants you to tell the answer in the retard voice. Well, what was in the package was some uh, supplements that I actually needed to compete in the bodybuilding show uh, to help me make the weight class that I needed to make, and my boyfriend doesn't want me talking about any more than that, so that's all you're gonna get. <laughs> all right, all right. Um... Ashley Gray, um, training with injuries, specifically lower back. <coughs> I've had a bulge disc, which is pushing on my sciatic nerve for months. It's slowly been, he- been healing, but I've been wondering, with all your guys' experience being trainers, is there? A, <laughs> this is one of those questions we wouldn't normally answer. Any specific exercises to assist speeding and healing? I already do back rolls and lower back arching. You better answer this one quick because I don't like this one. Uh, hold on, read it, read it one more time. No, 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 no. Read no it again answer. answer real fast. No, no, no. Bulge disc, pushing on sciatic nerve months. He's trying to heal. What exercises will help him? I don't know. You can't heal it with exercises. You need to go get active release treatment um, and deep tissue massage and see what happens from there. Spencer Barrett, if you were on your deathbed tonight, who would you call and talk to? What would you say and what would you try to do before you died? How many people do I get to talk to? One. I don't want to answer this one. I don't know. I can't answer it. I'd probably just throw my phone out the window and say, fuck the world. Sorry, Isaac. <laughs> what, would you, what would you do? Nothing? You'd throw the phone? you just sit in your uh, room and I would just I would just jerk off until I died. Just repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> you, would, you would kill yourself with jerking off. Can't stop. I can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> I would call my, my parents, I guess. And um, what would I do before I died? I would I would probably take PJ's lead and I would have to jerk off till I died. I would die of blood loss from jerking off. Um, that's, a, that's a shitty question. Like you only get to talk to one person before you die. I mean, I'd want to talk to my parents. I'd, I'd, I'd probably want to talk to my my dad, my biological dad. I'd like to talk to my grandparents. Um, you know, whatever woman is in my life at the time. You know, there's <laughs> there's a few people I'd want to talk to. Uh, Danny Goodwin, theoretical scenario. Okay, you ready for a theor- theoretical scenario? Okay. <laughs> okay. So you, you have to choose one of these options, okay? Okay. You ready? Yeah. I'm preparing you for this. Yep. A, choice A, you have sex with a feminine-looking tranny. Mm-hmm. What is DMP style? What is DMP style? What does that mean? To have sex with a good-looking tranny. DMP, DMP. style. You think he meant DLP? DLP. He must be DLP style. Close, Danny. Close, but no cigar. Style, but you have to reach around and play with his or her small flaccid penis. That's A. 
a very hot tranny, but you have to play with his his little penis while you do it. B, you reenact two girls, one cup with one girl in the video. Ugh. I will not watch this. So he's also saying, Aaron, please watch two girls, one cup while on webcam so you can answer this I want question. I want you to watch it. I'll watch it with you. <laughs> I will not fucking watch that what shit. What video of that when I'm in, in Florida of you watching two girls, one cup for the first time? Oh, I've never seen it. I've never seen it. I don't even really know what it is. I don't even want to know. I don't want to know. I know it's horrible. That's all I know. I think they like eat shit or something. I don't want to know. Um, so which one would you do? Ah, uh, the first one. Two girls, one cup is the worst thing ever. <laughs> so you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Uh, There's no sex really in two girls, one cup though. But it's just absolutely awful. So you would not reenact two girls, one cup with one of the girls. I don't know. Movie. If it was a girl I really didn't like, maybe I'd reenact it. I don't know what that is, so I'm going to pass on that one. I don't want to. Uh, just, <laughs> I know there's some really funny videos of people watching it, but I don't want to watch it to understand what the what the. When I is. first watched it, I almost flipped backwards out of the chair. I'm not watching that. No, no, no. Um. All right. Uh, I look at Nate Anderson says have BLP back on to talk about the trip. He's an interesting dude, so maybe BLP will be on next week. We'll have to. We'll have to. Me and you have to figure out if we're going to have Joe Donnelly. We're going to have. Uh, um, Jerry Montaneri, we're going to have, uh, you know, all these different guys. we got choices here now. Um, okay. Da, 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 da. Uh, more questions, more questions. Okay. Um, we've got a lot of Synthol questions. Dylan Miller wants to know, what do you guys think of Synthol? Why the obsession with it if it looks like shit? Uh, well, what you would be very surprised to know is that there are a lot of guys that look awesome that are using Synthol, and you don't even know it because they're using it the right way. Right. Agreed. Agreed. I think that's all we have to say about it. I agree with that. Uh, Jordan Coburn, if you do Synthol the right way, you will never know. That's the. There's a lot of guys out there that people will be very surprised that they take Synthol. And I'm yep. not listing names, don't ask me, but there's people out there that you will not think that use Synthol to enhance certain spots. If you, The key to Synthol is if you don't have a lot of muscle, like in other words, you got a guy with a really weak tricep, he puts it in his tricep, his triceps gonna look like shit. If you got a guy with really great triceps, he puts synth on his triceps. His triceps can look really um, enhanced. Remember Ernie Taylor's yeah, tricep? They were horrible because they're that too was big. Crazy man. He went overboard. Why? Why did he want to do that? I don't know because that hurt him a lot because he was a great bodybuilder. They were just like big old like ham hocks hanging off the back of his arm. They're ridiculous. And then he was trying <laughs> to tell people it wasn't insulin. It wasn't no, synth. They just have really really good triceps. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> um, all right, um, Joden Coburn wants to know, PJ, is there really any bad, bad blood with you and Rob Yules and Brad Rowe? Um, no. You know what, man? To be honest with you, Brad Rowe's all right. He, he's all right. I actually uh, bullshitted with him a little bit backstage. He's a nice kid. He, he is harmless. There's a lot bigger uh, douchebags in bodybuilding than Brad Rowe. Um, like Rob Yules? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I could probably stop talking about Rob Yules because it's going to probably uh, – I'm going to lose a placing at each show every time I do that because they love him. Yeah, they, they do love him. They do love him. That's for sure. Um, uh, Takey Kimball, he wants to know, if one of you had to leave IER for whatever reason, who would you pick as your new co-host? Anyone in the industry. If you If you had to leave, who would I replace you with? Yeah, yeah. And anybody I would I, I want would be able to do it with me. Yeah, anybody. No, let's remove contract restrictions. Okay, uh, Jose Raymond. Okay, I'm going Zach Khan. 
Oh, very good. Very both very good choices. Actually, very you know what? Zach Con would be bad now that I think about it because it's radio. It'd be hard to understand him. Zach Con does not speak well. I mean, he does yeah, speak well, tough but he's, to understand him. I can understand him fine. A lot of people have a hard time. Darielle doesn't know what he's saying when he's talking. Um, he is awesome, though. He is awesome. He's got a great sense of humor. A very funny guy. Uh, people would be surprised that he's actually a very intelligent guy, and uh, he's got more interest than just bodybuilding. So, like, yeah. he would be good. Although he's actually like, a really, really great guy. He, uh, I, I appreciate his friendship. He's he's a really, really like genuinely good dude. The problem is that he has a pretty thick, like strange, like accent type deal. So it's, it's I like I said, I understand him fine. But a lot of people, for example, Darielle is not good with accents. She can't like understand what he's saying at all. So. Um, I wouldn't want somebody on the radio with me who people couldn't understand. That's kind of like defeats the purpose. So um, I don't know if, if it's not IER, not him. Flex Lewis is pretty funny. Flex is very funny. Flex Lewis is pretty funny. We would probably have a good show. Um, who did you pick again? Jose Raymond. Yeah, every one of these can't do the show with us. So. Yeah, Jose. Jose, if you get a couple of drinks in Jose, he's outstanding. Oh, Jose is great. Jose is Jose would be if you wouldn't have picked him, he would have been on my list too. <laughs> Jose is one of the funnier guys in uh, pro bodybuilding for sure, <clears throat> for sure. Um, all right, uh, let's see. Um, next on our list, this is an interesting question. Al X wants to know how should a guy keep a girl. Uh, he really wants interested in him. Just be yourself, dude. Don't play stupid ass games like that. No, I, I totally. When I read this before the show, I thought exactly the same thing. If you have to keep the girl interested by doing like shit you wouldn't normally do, get yeah, rid of that, fuck, get rid of that fucking girl. Bricks. Tell her to hit the fucking bricks. All right, hey, get out of here. Hey, get the fuck out of here. We don't need that shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next. Um, Asad Malik, he wants to know, what do you think about all this drama with Chick-fil-A? I don't care what anybody says, their chicken sandwich is good. Your your uh, phone went out, I, or your thing went out, I couldn't hear you. Chick-fil-A, what are your feelings on Chick-fil-A? Um, I actually don't think I've ever had Chick-fil-A. He wants to know about the media drama. Oh, the, the commercial, ah, whatever, it got them a lot of business, that's what it's all about. Uh, they, don't like, they don't like gay people and stuff. Yeah, right? but it's okay, they might actually like gay people. It's drawn a lot of attention and made them a lot of business when they did that. You know, they don't, they, they close on Sundays so that everybody shock, can go to church. Shock and awe. What? It's shock and awe, it's good for business to do stuff like that. I don't know, I don't give a shit, I don't care, I, I have don't... no opinion on Chick-fil-A. I don't actually like Chick-fil-A, I won't eat there, they're like... They're not that great. So I would tell you, Assad Malik, there's a lot better options out there. Don't stick with Chick-fil-A. They, they're not that great. Um, unless you're dieting, in which case, I guess it's cleaner than McDonald's, right? Yes. Definitely cleaner than McDonald's. All right. Um, Justin Davis wants to, know, <laughs> wants to know, if your house is on fire and you can only grab three, three things, what would they be? I almost feel like we've answered this before. If my house is on fire, I would grab my laptop. We have answers before. Move on. Next question. Next question. <laughs> Justin Davis, would you um, would you mind talking about Envision Medical? I want to give you the real quick version of Envision Medical. You go to Envision Medical, you call them up, you make an appointment, you have to go to Tampa. That's how it is now. No more uh, teleconference because they want to stay around for a long time. Uh, we can do teleconference. It's like gray, gray, mark, gray, like level, possibly illegal. We don't want to do that. We want to make it legal. We want to keep it around forever, as long as possible. So you got to come to Tampa. You fly to Tampa. If you're going to fly in and you're not driving, we're going to give you a discount. 
to offset some of that cost. Maybe the whole cost. You never know. So get in touch with me. Get in touch with Envision Medical. Make that appointment. Come in. It's going to be worth your while. You're going to get plenty of supplements. Um, for example, these are the things we prescribe. Testosterone, DECA, Anavar, Winstrol, uh, Nandrolone, um, HCG, uh, HGH, Clomid, Novaldex, Arimidex, T3, T4, Armor Thyroid, uh, et cetera, et cetera, so on and so forth, even some peptides. So you, this is like a one-stop shop, even Viagra and, and uh, Cialis. So if you have some money, because it does cost a little bit of money, it's not as cheap as getting it uh, illegally, you can come to Envision Medical, you can get all your needs met uh, for a uh, monetary cost. So um, you can also do it safely because we do blood work three times, four times a year. Um, and you can do that wherever you're at. You don't have to do that where you're um, here in Tampa. You can do that in New York, California, wherever the hell. Uh, we do not ship medicine out of the country. I'm sorry about that. Uh, and that's it. Makes sense, PJ? Makes a lot of sense. Um, one, one quick note on that. If you are in Tampa or anywhere near Tampa, when you hear the show, on Saturday, there's the Tampa Pro Show. There mm-hmm. is a booth, an Envision Medical booth. We are a title sponsor for this show. Big time money. We're going to have a big booth. We're going to be on stage. It's going to be really great. They're going to have the doctor there on Saturday. You can come in to the show, see probably the, the, one of the best bodybuilding shows as far as lineups go of the year. Go in and see Envision Medical at the booth. The doctor is there. You pay with a credit card, $200 instead of $500. Get your visit done right there, and we will ship the medicine to you. It doesn't get any better than that. No, that's a hell of a deal. Hell of a deal. I'm excited to get down there and get back into Envision Medical. I, I need to get in there with those guys. Yeah, they love you. I tell you, Sean talks about you all the time. Sean Paget, the owner. Anyway, um, let's do one more one more question, okay? Last question. Well, last one. Make it a good one. Make it a good one. Okay, Kaneda Nunn. He says, I went to the MPC Knox Classic last week and saw Flex Lewis with his, and his girlfriend. She had the biggest, most abnormal ass ever seen. Obviously fake. No. What do, what do you guys think about this butt implant? Okay, so I don't implant. First of all, that is probably not Flex Lewis's girlfriend. Yeah, and I don't want you can can to get him in any trouble because I don't believe that. Uh, I think this is an error in your uh, in your judgment. Uh, Flex Lewis is dating uh, Ali Rosen, who is a Jewish girl that lives in Boca, very pretty bikini pro, has a very nice ass, but it is not something you would mistake as butt implants. Um, maybe, maybe he just never saw an ass that good before. Yeah, maybe he never saw an ass that good. Okay, maybe so. That sounds possible. That's the uh, question that we picked for our wrap-up question? There was no more questions. That was, honestly, that was the last one. Sorry. I mean, Allie does have a very good butt, but, I mean, I don't see how you would, uh, think that it was fake. I think that he probably saw another girl with flex. He signs a lot of autographs. He shakes hands. He hugs girls and boys and whoever else wants to hug Is she off-season right now? Allie? Yeah. Uh, I think she's... Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, she stays very lean, so it's hard for me to tell. But I saw her at the Southern States, and she looked in good shape. So, there you go. You hear me there, PJ Braun? You went out again, but... Her ass is nice. She's in shape. It's not, yeah. like, ridiculously out of control. Well, and maybe it was somebody else. She's got a good butt. Let's leave it at that. It's definitely real. Um, all right, PJ. Uh, I guess that's the end of Iron Empire Radio. If you want to say anything else, this is your time. Yes, I actually would like to say something. 
I'd like to say a couple things. One, I would like to give a shout-out and good luck to Melissa DiBernardo and Tiani Norman, my two IFBB Pro uh, Physique competitors that will be doing the Women's Physique show this weekend in Tampa. It's going to be uh, Tiani's first show ever as a pro, and Melissa's third show of the year. We're going to be wrapping it up this weekend, so good luck to them. I'm sure that they will not even be hearing this because they've got better things to do. Uh. Uh, I also would like to tell our listeners that want to purchase Iron Mag Lab products that to please use my... Ah, ah I knew you were going to do that. 15, not anybody else's. What did you say? Did you say Aaron 15? Is that what you said? <laughs> Aaron 15? <laughs> so... Um, people don't realize we have a little bit of a competition going. You know how it is. It's behind-the-scenes competition. It's not like the Twitter wars or anything like that. Because we won't be doing that anymore because PJ is obviously cheating. So, um, basically, behind the scenes, a lot's going on with Iron Mag Labs as far as... Um, well, our business with Iron Mag Labs has picked up considerably. We're uh, now in charge of the marketing and hopefully as much as possible with Iron Mag Labs because we're going to bring... Iron Mag Labs to the next level. We're going to bring Iron Mag Labs from a million dollar company to a many multi-million dollar company and hopefully a hundred million dollar company in the next few years. And um, not that not that we're solely responsible for that because obviously Robert DiMaggio and Gina DiMaggio are uh, the key players in this whole thing. But we're going to uh, be the facilitators, hopefully, of this thing growing into a different level of success to like a Gaspari level of success. And... Um, Part of that, what we're doing is uh, we're pushing the products, which is uh, what we should be doing. So the um, the discount codes are particularly important because we're kind of competing now, not with all the other reps and uh, athletes, but just between me and PJ and maybe um, Heavy Iron, uh, John. So if you want to support me, you can do Aaron15. That's 15% off all your products at ironmaglabs.com. If you want to support PJ, do PJB15 at ironmaglabs.com, right? That's right. And, uh, you know, it's kind of funny. You know, we like, competition is good for sales anyway, but yeah, yeah. Um, we had a little a little error going on over at Iron Mag Labs. And, you know, when I saw, I expected me and you to be very close in the numbers. I expected to be winning, of course. And uh, you were actually destroying me. And I noticed that there was not a single PJB15 on there. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm putting this thing on my Facebook, and you're telling me that out of all 77,000 of these gay guys, not one of them wants to get Iron Mag Lab products, and it just looked a little fishy to me. Then I got an email from somebody saying they tried the PJB15, and it didn't work. So I brought this attention to Gina and Rob, and it turns out the wrong code was entered. So they fixed it, and now the PJB15 should be rolling in, and now the real competition can start. Yeah, this week, just to give people an idea to how badly I beat people. Because you, like, destroyed me. I was like, how could this possibly be? I didn't just destroy oh, you. There, I destroyed there, everybody. There were girls that were beating me, and that's, that shouldn't be happening. I got, I sold, um, my discount code was used almost 50 times this week. Um, and I think the next place was, like, Heavy Iron, who had, like, 26. Yeah, he did were, good. You were, like, 16, which in reality is good. I mean, they pay us. This is how it works. But here's the deal. Before you go on any, any more, because this is actually impressive in its own right, although I didn't have any of the 15s. My people that were going in, I have a private discount code that is for my clients only. And I've been writing a lot of the products into my clients' plans, the products that I like. And so all of my actual uh, sales that I did were from clients. So it's pretty damn good that I can get my clients to go on there that are already spending a good, good amount of money on me to go and do that. Now the people that are putting the PJB 15s 
or the you know whatever heavy irons is or yours or anybody else's. They're just seeing it on those person those people's social media outlets and being like, oh cool, I'm going to use that coupon go- code and go in from there. So now that I have this op- op- this opportunity to do that, I actually have two means of getting people to get on their products where you guys only have one. What does that mean? What do you mean? What, what's the two means? Oh, they're your clients, you mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's true. I mean, you're going to need all the means you can possibly get to beat me. So <laughs> that's, that's good. I'm glad for you to have those means. Uh, because right now I'm, I'm totally, I mean, that's why when Gina sent me the numbers and she's like, you're destroying everybody. I had to forward that. I, I sent that reply and I was like, woo, PJ's going to hate this email. No, but I'm glad that you were destroying me that bad because it actually made me realize, it made me do some investigating and realizing that my code wasn't right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever. We'll see how it goes next week, my friend. Yes. Um, I actually think that, you know, we're giving out for, I mean, not that this matters, but for Iron, Iron Mag Labs, we, we are now in charge. So one of the, now that we're monitoring the numbers and who's selling what, how much is sold and how much profit is made, we're going to give out a prize for the athlete and the rep that makes the most sales at the end of the month. And it's going to be a nice present. And Gina's like, maybe we need to give out a present for the, um, or a prize for the winner between us. And looking at the numbers and the amount of profit that's made, I think, you know, $1,000 or so would probably be decent uh, money, equivalent uh, to what we're giving the reps, but for obviously bigger numbers. And if that's the case, me and you are going to be in serious competition every month. Yeah. Well, we'll be, we'll be like fist fighting for the $1,000. <laughs> so I'm going to have to recommend something like that to Gina or I don't know. I don't know. It might be so we might get too competitive over that. I mean, we're competitive over Twitter, the Twitter wars and that, that earns nothing for nobody. thousand dollars. <laughs> we might not be friends anymore. Yeah, this one's going to be fun. This will be a fun little competition. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, anyway, uh, that's, uh, that is it for iron, uh, iron mag labs. Anyway, remind, just to remind people, Aaron 15, What else, PJ? Anything else you want to talk about? PJ, anything else you want to talk about? Oh, I didn't hear you the whole time. I, I, I you cut out again. Perfect um, timing no, for me to cut I don't out have anything else to talk about. I'm no? all good. All right. Well, it is uh two twenty seven a.m. my time as usual. Nice and early for you at eleven twenty seven. Perfect for you. Very late for me. So uh, let's uh, call this a day. I'm going to edit this thing up. Put up the uh, YouTube video. Hopefully that'll be up as slow as my freaking internet connection. Or fucking, sorry, Isaac. Internet connection is. YouTube video may be up actually after Jeff the producer puts up the audio show, which I don't like. But uh, we'll see what happens. So, PJ, uh, for me, at Jubak at RxMuscle.com. PJ Braun, PJ Braun Fitness at Yahoo.com. That's it for this week. Hope you guys enjoy the show, and we will talk to you next week. Bye-bye.
So 